I'm drunk, obviously. I'm looking at you, USB. (laughs) (laughs) It's universal, guys. Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. I'm Amanda. And I'm enjoying Daisy's medley of gins she brought. She brought like (laughs) six different kinds of gins, all infused with different flavors. Uh, I'm a happy camper over here. I don't think she understands how much I consume, though. Like a half a bottle's in my glass already. But anyway, <laughs> I did it when she wasn't yeah. looking, so it's okay. <laughs> That's all right. What do you think? Do you like this one more or less than the This is the one that was one? full. Um, I don't know it if it had floral. a flavor. Oh, you didn't? No, not that one. I oh. got one out of the bag. Oh. I don't okay. know. Anyway, it's great. It's nice. great. Thank you very much. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Gin, the other vodka. <laughs> <laughs> so... We are recording this during Super Bowl or Super Bowl. Yes, over? during the Super Bowl. Okay, it's going on. So, Nick, yeah. is this bothering you? What do you mean? Like, are you, would you rather be watching the Super Bowl? No, not at all. If yeah, it, if I'm, it was the I'm Niners, it, if it was the Niners, that'd be a different thing, right? <laughs> no. no? Uh, I mean, my team is winning right now, and I bet fifty bucks on them. So I don't really like it. Like the Niners lost to the to the Rams, and if they would have won, they would be in the Super Bowl, and I probably wouldn't be casting. But yeah, that's what I figured. That's a different story. That is a different story. All right. Um, anybody have anything cool that they did this week? No. Uh, no. <laughs> All right. I went Not for a hike, dying lane. but yeah, I played mostly video games this weekend, which was wonderful. Uh, I went to the Van Gogh uh, exhibit. It's called like Beyond Van Gogh. It was terrible, right? I went, like, last week. I thought it was great. Oh, okay. Fuck you. It's fine. (laughs) So I I went in, and, like, uh, you know, there's these, like, paintings with words on them. And, you know, you read, like, 15 of those. And I was like, ooh, I hope this is not all it is. And then I went into this giant room. It was, like, 300 feet by 100 feet. And they have, like, pretty cool projectors that that project his painting... um, all over the place, like all 300 feet, um, like a small auditorium. And, uh, yeah, you, you feel like you're in the paintings. I thought it was pretty fantastic. And then it goes from painting to painting to painting. And then from era of his to different era to different era. And, uh, yeah, you just sit there and enjoy it. But Mila was born out of mind. So, you know, immature people might not like it. <laughs> sure people didn't. That's really cool. She's young as shit. She doesn't understand art. Did you really not like appreciate it? it? Chris? Uh, I, I liked it. Like the first part where you learn about his life and like oh, why he's painting and stuff like that. But at the, at the end where, where it was just like, uh, they sprayed the photos on the wall and they, and they moved it around. I was like, I could just see this on like, it's nothing special. What? <laughs> you You're just go- in a room with his paintings. All right, man. Whatever. <laughs> Bro, what do you think a museum is? Yeah, I don't like museum. Don't get me started on the Louvre. What do you What do you want them to do? Fucking uh, like, sir. Here's the Mona Lisa. Here's a lady that looks like the Mona Lisa. Okay. She's gonna touch your penis now. <laughs> this is the museum. The The traveling Star Wars exhibit for, has like, um, you know, little activities that you do, and they show you like props from the movies, and like, you know, they could have they could have just done a little bit more. I thought it was low effort, high return. All right. Them. All right. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we've talked about football. We've talked about art. 
maybe we should talk about video games. We, hell yeah. We're all chatty Cathy's today, dude. We talked about fucking uh, garbage TV for like 30 minutes before the show started. Well, we talked about Love is Blind, and the last time that show was out, we talked quite a bit yeah, we about did. it on the podcast. Took over the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's get into I, uh, on the radar. So games that have come to our attention recently. Uh, I'll start off with Power Slave Exhumed. So this is just another boomer shooter just came out on Steam. It's like 20 bucks. And I guess it was a game on the Sega Saturn and the PlayStation. Although I didn't know about these games back in the day. Now, I thought, I, I guess it went by two names back then, both Power Slave and Exhumed. If I, I don't know, that's what I was reading, but I'm still not very clear on that. It looks very, very similar to Doom. I mean, just has that that same kind oh, of totally. movement, the gun or the weapon like directly in the middle of the screen, health bar, you know. So it's just like Doom or Heretic, uh, but it's a little more, I guess, on the Heretic side with the the fantasy setting. Although you are using guns. I, I don't know. It could be good. The reviews are pretty good, but I have a feeling it's people who played this game and have some nostalgia for it. Yeah. There's no end of boomer shooters on Steam. And no. I, I don't know. It's probably not something I'm like quick to jump on. Um, but I still if it's wish. On sale, maybe. I still wish you would have played. for 17 bucks. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Maybe like for graphic. five. Um, I still wish you would have played that one that was like, you know, was overwhelmingly positive with thousands of reviews yeah. and it was $20. And we keep forgetting the name of that. Yeah, one. we keep forgetting the name of it. It was like highest rated Boomer Shooter last year. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, somebody gifted to Bobby because he's never going to pay it for himself. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Something to keep an eye on there. Yeah. I'm asking somebody to go find what we're talking, obscurely talking about, pay for it and send it to you, Bobby, <laughs> just so you can uh, wax poetic on it, which might be worth the 20 bucks, actually. Um, so, uh, Steam Deck hardware review. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, that's all been covered. I actually did notes at the beginning of the week. Now I'm fucked because I don't remember shit. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, uh, early hardware reviews are coming out. And, uh, I watched Linus's and I watched another one. And basically, the, the, and what, what they had, had to say at the end of it is basically there's no competition. There's no other like portable PC that c even comes cl close. It's not a very crowded market in the first place. Mm -hmm. uh, there is another one that's coming out that's supposed to be pretty good, but um, apparently what they've done with the software here is just incredible. It kind of reminds me when the Pixel phone came out and the camera was just so good because the software was so good. Not that the sensor was amazing. It was just all software. This kind of uh, reminds me of that. It's just it's just so well-coded and everything that, um, yeah, most things run perfectly. Um, the the And they're taking a loss on every, every, uh, every copy that they sell. So, yeah. Um, you're getting a ton of value, a ton of value for the price. Uh, he also did, uh, Linus recommended that you do not buy the high-end one. Um, I guess that, that glare screen is, anti-glare screen is pretty good, but he said the screen's just pretty good in general. And then you can put whatever uh, SD card you want, and it will uh, it loads just as fast. There's no slowdown. So uh, you could have three terabytes in this thing. And just be, and be loading as soon as, as quick as anything else. So, so far, all good. Um, I think 
uh, that was the hardware review. I think they couldn't talk about like the UI and the software yet. I think that that was off limits. But they were able to play like Forza and some some other games. I guess Forza was the only one that they didn't play, uh, you know, up to snuff. But um, yeah, everything else was great. He said. So good news. It's all good news, pretty much. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. I think the I think the thing to take away from this is like, how the fuck do you guys compete with like Valve, who has such a big market share of the PC market, and they make such good hardware. It's like who who else is making a PC handheld? They're like, oh, we're also in the game. Like there 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 is no one else, and, and I'm not surprised by Linus's because I I watched the review too. I'm not surprised by his review. Yeah, like, they, I'm not surprised at how efficient it is. People are like people are already bitching about the battery life, but it's like, dude, it's a pocket PC. Yeah, yeah. It, it's mm-hmm. it's an incredible piece of hardware. Um, and uh, what I was going to say, oh, at launch, it's going to have more titles available than any other console in in history because it has the entire Steam library. Or even if it, I guess that's up in the air, but even if it has 75 or 50 or 25%, it still has the largest li- launch library of any console of all time. Mm-hmm. That's that's fucking incredible, right? So it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to get my. my that looks amazing. Uh, my, What's uh, the price point on them now? Four hundred, like, I think, is this the lowest one. That's the medium one, right? Uh, I, I thought that was the medium. Yeah, one. I think they start around four hundred dollars. Four, five, and six hundred, I, I believe. Yeah, well, five hundred. Oh, oh we don't know in Monopoly. Damn Canucks! <laughs> uh, crazy, too prices. much, yeah. too much Canadian, prices. too much Canadian. <laughs> Yeah. All right, three ninety nine for the sixty four gig, five twenty nine for the two hundred and fifty six gig, and six forty nine for the five twelve gig. Chris, you can't. There you go. You not you just don't feel like using a VPN like at all for us. Uh, yeah. What is the v- money for that? What does the VPN stand for? A virtual protocol, virtual private network. Private network. Ooh, yeah, yeah, dude. If you want to come over here, set it up. I'd love to see you. Uh, yeah. When do you want to come over? What? What are you talking about? What right. you don't oh. want to come? You don't want to come over? Set no. this up? No, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a piece of software. Okay, um, so I found out a money saver for me, um, which is really cool, and it's called Model Builder. Um, as someone who sunk hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars in plastic models, i.e., behind me, listeners, fuck you, watch a stream every Sunday. Um, there's this game called Model Builder that was released, and they all have all the amenities that you get in real life. Uh, you know your your cutting sheet, your uh, your snips, your ra- your razor blades and stuff, and you just build models. That's all you do. But you you snip them from the frames and you paint them, and uh, you have all these jobs. You can either just free build and shit, or you get like these contracts and stuff, and it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, but you. Not licensed stuff, right? There's no 40k. In no, but um, I, I'm pretty sure that you can import your own files. Oh yeah, here they come. Because they've here already just, they they just showed that the they they just showed the Star Trek thing, and they're showing characters, and they're showing a bunch the of other Star shit. Trek thing. You mean the USS Enterprise? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a blaster. That was Han Solo's blaster just now. 
Nobody yeah, watches and they showed, they showed a, a Gundam in the beginning. So really, you can just import any model you want as long as there's an STL file for it. Oh, yeah, dude. The fucking Warhammer. I can hear the hordes of uh, for Warhammer 40K modders just running at this game right now. Yeah. yeah. And it, you 3D print this after, or can you, with the file that it generates? Maybe. No? The thing is, like, 3D print doesn't print with the colors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I just thought this was really cool. Like, if you really can't afford for the hobby i mean i i buy them because i eventually want to be able to play the game once i have enough free time which may be once vivian graduates college or something but um yeah no uh i think this is really cool and it's a a reasonably priced game for what it is you know uh yeah check it out it's just it literally is just called model builder hey nick um if you go to your local like when's the last time you played a 40k game um, I, me and Leslie played a 500 point game and we discovered that her faction is not one of the most, u- uh, first time player friendly user, fa- uh, factions. The oh. reason being is that she just has these things called miracle dice, which is just not fun to talk about. And we got frustrated like after turn three of, of, a uh, five turn game <laughs> and we just stopped playing. Wow. That poor, that yeah. poor lady, the shit you put her through, man. Um, well, we had fun in the beginning, and then it became to the point where we're like, wait, what are we doing again? Like, how do we do this? And, like, dude, it honestly is a game that you just need a referee there to, like, help you guide you through it. Damn. Like, for the first five times you play. Because no matter how many times you read the rules, no matter how many times you read the codexes, you still forget so much shit. Because there's so many rules. Not only do you have to remember all the rules of your army, you have to remember the base rules of the game. And then you have to remember the unique rules of the missions. And then you have to remember all, like, all this other shit. And you can just have reference material with you. But still, like you have to have a referee or somebody that really knows what the fuck they're doing. And luckily, my local game store knows what they're like. They have people there. so That sounds awful, dude. Terrible. No, it's fun. <laughs> um, no, what I was going to ask is like if, if you show up to a uh, play to, uh, place to play, and you uh-huh. have 3D printed models. Are you poo-pooed? You know? Um, I mean, it, d- it depends on where you're going. If you go to, like, an actual games workshop store, yeah, no, they poo-poo on you real hard. Yeah. Um, 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 they, they, those are, like, the Puritans. Like, those are, like, the Amish people of the world. Like, yeah. they tell you to get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, but if you go to, like, your local game store, people don't really care. Like, there are people that play with, like, 3D printed Xenomorph models and call them... And then call them... Um, Tyranid. Tyranids, gotcha. and they're just like, yeah, like this is my Tyranid army, and like the the whole army will be Tyranid, actual Tyranid, like forty k bodies, but all the heads are three D printed to fit the Tyranid bodies. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, this game is so not for VR, correct? Or VR? Sorry. No, 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 no. Oh, that'd be cool. It would be cool. I mean, it's cool yeah, either way, cool. but yeah, it'd be cool for mm. VR. That's all a right. good idea. Um, how much was that game? 17 bucks. Okay. And it looks like they have a lot of DLC, but maybe these are just bundles? House Flipper? Uh, no, no, no. Those are, are just, those are just uh, bundles with developer games. With the same developer. Okay. Yeah. And it's single player only. So you, you had mentioned that you can take out contracts, but I'm, I'm guessing that's not other players giving you the contract. No, no, no. It's a, they, so they showed it in the trailer where it's like, I need this, T, this T-85 tank to be painted in, in, in like this much time. So you have to like paint the tank this 
color and all this shit, and then it rates your build and tank and all that stuff. It's too bad that it's not multiplayer, so the second player can play your wife complaining about you not doing other shit around the house. <laughs> Honey, why is there $6,000 missing from the checking account? <laughs> uh. um, all right. So, so, speaking of something that uh, is probably going to take some money out of my checking account, uh, Elder Scrolls Online High Isle is what I put on the radar. Um, it's a new, I believe, DLC, not expansion, but um, I could be wrong. Either way, it's the new installation in the Elder Scrolls Online. And uh, <laughs> it takes you to the land of where the Bretons live, which to me is like amazing because I don't really think... Uh, well, it's it's been a very long time since we've really visited the Bretons land, um, the High Isle land. And um, so I think it's I hope it's going to be a really good story, kind of like how Somerset was. That would uh, High Isle. Would that have been like Morrowind or like uh, one of the other games visited there? One of the older games or nobody's ever visited. I in don't any think game. anybody has visited. OK, I, I can't remember if I don't think Arena took place there. I thought Arena took place in Cyrodiil and then. Dagger Fall, I think was Dagger the Fall, one. yeah. That might have that might have brushed some of the Breton stuff. I don't think it was all about it because you were essentially uh like a, a pirate on a ship, I believe. I didn't really play a lot of it, but I know that it was kinda like you were on sea with some of it and I don't think it was all just in the Breton land or whatever. And so I'm hoping that this is very rich in story like Somerset was, because it's kind of been a while, I think, since they've released a kind of story-driven installation. Uh, Somerset was huge, right? It was a big, big, big one. I think it was just a DLC, but it was amazing. Was like, it, it free? Was, no, no, no they free. all cost That's money. how they make money, right? Yeah, yeah. But I yeah, think that's because there's it. no monthly fee. True, um, unless you want to be a part of ESO Plus, then I think it's $15 a month. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the RuneScape membership program. Like, you don't get all that much, but it's like you get benefits, right? Yeah. Is it worth well, it? You get, you're kind of renting all the games. So I think that if you are playing ESO consistently almost every day or putting in like some good hours and you want to invest into it, it's, it's an amazing deal because you essentially rent all the DLCs and expansions. So you have access to everything. Like he was saying with RuneScape, yeah. a member, it's the member's land. You know what I mean? And so how so, many DLCs have you bought for this game, do you think? There's been two big ones that I know of that I can think Isn't of. Isn't there eight total or 11 total? I think it's eight or nine. I have all of them except the last one. Which uh, so they've all like, been worth it because you keep right, buying them. Brick. That's what yeah. I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, ESO is a game that I always like eventually gravitate back towards, especially when a really like an event happens or um, like one of these new installations that come out that look interesting because not all of them I think are super interesting. Sometimes they'll release DLCs that are just dungeons and stuff but i like the big story ones where you're unlocking a whole different land and i don't really i know uh my time of playing elder scrolls i have not visited the breton land at all so i'm like that's perfect if i was like you know if i had a ton of time i think this would be my mmo of choice i know new world has a bunch of cool stuff but you know i'm a skyrim diehard and it has the same controls or close to they try to mimic a lot of the skyrim stuff Right, they they kind of built this game off of the back of Skyrim, did it? right? Like, a bit, oh, yeah, yeah, and then they kind of marketed it, and I felt that it's very much like, at least for me, uh, Skyrim, but online. 
So, but I mean that in the way that I play as well. I like I do like to play alone, but I like jumping in with people if there's like a a world boss that's kind of just too tough and I like jumping in with dungeons and events with other people, but otherwise like I like to play ESO alone actually. It's just awesome online. It's uh, weird. I'm like playing to... with everybody and no one at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh I'm like that too a lot a lot of the times. Um can you uh can you put Kamigawa on my highlights please? Uh Chris, um, America's Army, uh, the game is shutting down after like 20 years, I think it is. Uh, Days, do you know what this is? Nope. It's one of the craziest things. Every time it comes up, I'm like, it's the most insane thing that's happened in video games in like a long fucking time or ever, basically. Um, the U.S. Army, America's U.S. Army from the government, conscripted game developers to make a game that was free online to play in order to recruit troops for the actual army. Hmm. Yeah. So like you would go and you play this game and if you rank up, the higher you rank up, I believe the most the, the more like the more sought off you sought after you are by the government basically like they want you more if you're like this if you're you know top of the line guy if you've got all the stars if you got all the stars yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> that that makes you more uh fucking valuable to them or whatever so maybe the package they give you when you fucking sign up is better anyway mm-hmm. apparently it was a success because it was around for 20 years uh MIT did a study on it and apparently like um uh, people who play people who played it their uh thoughts of the US army they're they're like um opinion of the u.s army raised after playing the game than uh actually losing it there's been different iterations there have been different dlcs um i don't know if we're going to see another if it was successful why aren't they going to do it again right um but i just find it insane that they used it as a recruitment tool but and if you think about it like most of the systems nick you're fucking in the military how much of it is digital these days like a fucking shit done right (laughs) Yeah, man. Uh, Yeah, a lot of it's digital. Um, What's even crazier is like, yeah, this came out a long time ago. And yeah, this uh, this was really effective. And you talk about it. What's even fucking crazier, man, is that uh, every branch has its own goddamn esports team now. And not only esports team, multiple esports teams for different games and their actual active duty service members with actual ranks. Well, here's and. I actually applied for one. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, but they wanted me to extend my contract for five more years. Oh, and so, right. yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, so this, um, it's crazy because, yeah, this was actually extremely popular when it first came out because, like you said, it was free, and it wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. a bad game. No. Um, yeah, no, it, it's crazy. It's crazy to see that it's it's shutting down. Yeah, I I. I th- I feel like they're going to do something again because I mean, talk I feel about, like the esports thing is the new thing they're doing. Yeah, it could be. I, I think you need a bunch of bad motherfuckers behind keyboards. You do. Um, eventually, right now, as we speak, and for the last three years, a lot of drone strikes are being commanded by people on Xbox controllers in the United States, bombing people over there. You want a bad motherfucker on that control? I mean, if you're going to do that, you want somebody very, very good. At, Xbox controllers, right? I guess. I'm not condoning that. I'm just saying you want a very good video game player. You want people that are familiar with the systems. That's what you want. Yeah. 
Absolutely. <laughs> Sounds like a bad movie plot point. It does, dude. <laughs> this is the last Starfighter, isn't it? Probably. Yeah, an Ender's Game in a lot of movies. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Right, I'm going to get another drink. You want a refresher? Sure. Fuck yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Uh, I've got another little war game here called War of Rights. I feel like I, bought, I brought this hey. game up before. This game has definitely come up before on the podcast because I'm always on the yeah. lookout for uh, video games about the Civil War. And this is, it, they call it a strategy game, but it looks like a first person shooter. So I think you can also control your troops in some way. Um, but it's reenacting the, the battles of the civil war in Maryland. Yes. And I don't know, it looks like that world war one game we played Verdun. So I don't know. I don't know. I just, I got a feeling I, I would go into this game and be disappointed, but the, the civil war thing definitely has me interested. So Bobby, this is one of those games, man, where the community makes it. Um, I went in a deep dive on this game and I watched a bunch of videos about it and I, and I, I actually bought it and then returned it, um, mm. because I just don't have the time sink or the effort to get into it. Um, so to like legitimately play, like not on like the kitty servers where people are just running around hitting each other with swords on the battlefield and there's no organization, um, you have to join a regiment and, there's all sorts of discord servers for them and stuff. And they all log in at the same time. And you like, you all actually have ranks and shit. And like, not all of them are super serious and stuff. And not all of them have like military bearing, but if you get into like a decent group of friends or like a decent group, the game apparently is like super fun. And yeah, there is like a, a, a strategy part because there is like a, whoever's playing like a general, I think you get like a little bit of an overview map. Mm. where you can tell people where to go and kind of show like you can kind of direct um troop movement but yeah. they can't they don't have to follow what you say well, in it's battlefield like, used to do that too when did battlefield stop doing that was that battlefield 2 no battlefield 2142 is the last one yeah battlefield 2142 was the last, last one, one, one where you had a commander role yeah and that was the yeah, best where you can, one. Okay. you can do it with your ipad right no, nobody remembers 2142. What? No one remembers that? That was the best one. You guys don't think so? Um, most Battlefield players would disagree with you on that, I think. Well, most Battlefield players are fucking stupid. Perfect. Hey. Uh. Um, but no, this, this game, like I said, is one of those games that's like really made by the community. Like you just have to really get into it. Um. It doesn't really really matter what like side you play. Actually, most of the regiments will flip sides out of like fairness. I guess you can say um, it is really realistic. Like as far as like the how the guns work, because they take god fucking forever to reload, and they're inaccurate as fuck. Hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, that doesn't sound cool. great. I don't know, man. Best Civil War game, North and South. Nintendo <laughs> Entertainment System. There's not a lot of them, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would have loved a Total War game, and I think there is one, or there was a mod or something. I, I think Christian has talked about that before. But um, I think you also said it wasn't, like, there was something wrong with it. It wasn't really the best one. Yeah, it was a little janky. Um, but on that note, it's weird that you bring that up. There's this mod that they've been working on for four years to restore this game to what it was supposed to be. 
and it just came out like a couple weeks ago. So if you wanted to hop in, it would probably be the time. It's on Steam, just, you know, Steam Workshop, just one button download. So it's nothing complicated. And so it's a mod for which game? Uh, Empire Total War. Empire yeah. Total War. Okay. Um, you know, I, on Reddit, every once in a while, you see one of these moving graphs that goes year by year, and you can see it move around. And oh, yeah. Like, whatever it is. Uh, one of the ones that I watched was military spending. It starts in like 1800, and it just keeps going until the current day. And, uh, man, when it get like, U.S. is like at the bottom list the entire time until it gets to fucking the Civil War, and then boom, number one. Because, you know, both sides are spending shit tons of cash trying to and then also fatalities there's never been another war where the more americans died because it was americans on both sides way to talk about a bummer amanda what the hell's the wander yeah so um you know using your noggin in a different way uh the wanderer is kind of like a puzzle game that's in vr i swear guys i'm i'm gonna get vr (laughs) (laughs) but i'm i'm stocking up the titles i want to get and this is one of them uh it seems really kind of neat it's like an escape room style kind of puzzles of how they do stuff and i don't know it kind of gives me uh like some almost fallout vibes too Mm -hmm. so like i you know it seems like it would be really kind of fun very post-apocalyptic as well and so um you know i think it's just it would be really cool and i can't i think it's already out uh if i remember correctly but you're just kind of going around the wasteland trying to survive yeah you're uh well you're trying to yeah you're trying to get out of these rooms and survive and um finding all of these like in solving all these different kind of puzzles and learning about all these different things. Um, and it looks, yeah, like I said, it looks cool. It was released in January 27th this year. And so far the reviews are very positive. So once I get my VR, I want to check that out. This, the VR might solve your, uh, well, it's not a problem for you, but it's a problem for me, for you <laughs> is that you're, you know, you're playing on the, on the laptop. Mm-hmm. And so you're always looking down and stuff. So, when you're playing in VR, you can set up a, sur- sur- a virtual screen, and it could be as it could be IMAX inside of there, you know, for you, so to watch movies or whatever it is. So, yeah, VR is like double good for you because it's mm. not just VR you're going to get out of it; you're going to get like a movie screen out of it too. Oh, that's lovely! It's yeah, awesome, so I can right? lay in bed and watch yeah. a movie. Wow. Yeah. And the porn the future, is insane. I've heard. Well, you know, Steam is constantly, ever since I looked up the Tales of Narnia or Nadia or whatever, because I wanted to learn what that was. Not the Tales of Narnia, but Nadia. <laughs> That's what we need. We need an X-rated Tales of Narnia. No, we don't need those that. beavers going oh, I bet you it exists. I can look I'm it up. I'm sure it is, dude. Was it real Rule 42 or something? If it exists, there's porn for it. I don't know. But uh, ever 34. since I even looked at it, all oh, 34, thank you. <laughs> but ever since I even looked at it, now I'm looking at my steam like you know uh whatever queue and discovery queue and like that kind of shit pops up here's the thing though days here's (laughs) the thing you have not excluded the tag adult from your uh no because i'm curious exactly (laughs) i haven't done it either i haven't i haven't done it either well here's the thing i think the reason they're so quick to try to sell that stuff to people like you click on one game they're just like dumping all the advertisements on you yeah the algorithm i think the way it's like that is because if you look on steam and go to like new and trending almost always like in that top 10 almost always there's uh, some X-rated game in there, maybe mm-hmm. multiple ones. Yeah, let's check right now. Like top, I don't know, <laughs> new and trending. Okay, all right. Maybe the algorithm's messed up on this one. Maybe it's different for other people because my maybe account. Maybe our yeah. account 
What's considered porn in Canada is a completely different thing than here, though. <laughs> like if two, if two people shake hands aggressively, it's like sexual. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, my goodness! All right. Sorry, guys. I'm I'm a little distracted because I'm trying to fix the chat here. We've been going this whole time. I'm like, man, everybody's watching the Super Bowl. Like nobody's here in chat. But oh, there they are. It just hasn't been working. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm going to stop doing that because I sound like an idiot. So <laughs> let's talk about games that we have been playing. I've got some hardware to talk about. So I got that new monitor a week ago, and I had set it up right before the show. The Asus ROG XG349C. Everybody get that? So sexy. Yeah. So that that monitor, it's the ultra-wide, uh, 144 hertz, um, 1440p, um, uh, one millisecond response time, IPS panel. Had all the things that I wanted. Honestly, installing this monitor, I pulled it out of the box. I'm like, God, it feels so cheap and flimsy. You spend that much money on really? something, you expect it to weigh a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, so did my last monitor. It honestly, the quality is just like my last monitor. It, it seems like the same exact thing. It's not like super great, but it's pretty good. Um, the extra space is nice. And I mentioned last week, the real reason I went with this particular monitor is because that built-in KVM. Sad to say, it is not... A KVM, usually you press a button and it makes the switch yeah, over yeah, to yeah. the other computer. This is not like that. And I checked even on the Amazon reviews and people confirmed it that, yeah, you have to go in and you have to change the display. And then you have to go back into the on-screen menu and you have to choose, you have to go to like system, USB, KVM, and then set it to USB-C. You could just or, do it in the software. Use it faster, couldn't you? There's no software Oh, you can't do that, yeah. There's no software for this. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. there a physical button you can buy to do this, like a, a big red no. button? They no. give you options to set shortcuts in the on-screen display. And in the, in the um, manual, it says you can set a shortcut to the KVM. Now, I would still have to switch my uh, display input and then switch, you know, go to the shortcut for that. But it there's no option to set the KVM in the shortcut menu. So the manual lied, which is unusual. So yeah, it's really cumbersome. It's a real pain to do it. You're going to return it? No, no, because no other monitor does that. But when it, when I do make that switch, it's still better than what I was doing, which is just hook up multiple cables to the monitor and then like re like go under my desk and unplug stuff. Like that's what I was doing before. So this is still better. But when I do have it set up, this thing is so nice to edit on, like just to see the timeline going all the way across there Mm, and be able to edit with all that. And I've got, you know, my preview windows and everything up. Like it's, it really is nice to edit in. I, I really got to get a um, a new MacBook, though, because mine's like six or seven years old. Like, it's it's pretty dusty, so it, I, I could use a little more horsepower. But this thing is great for editing. Now, as far as gaming, of course, the first thing that I played on it was Deep Rock Galactic, because I spent so many hours in that game, I'm going to notice anything that's different. And it looked fine. What I'm noticing with Deep Rock and other games is that it plays in widescreen. The game plays in widescreen, but every now and then there'll be like a loading menu or, you know, the uh, end game screen is only 16 by nine. So mm. I get the black bars, which is a little weird. Um, but you kind of get, you kind of get used to it. it. It was a little weird at first. Like I'd really have to like turn to look at my health or turn to look at something else. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest difference I'm noticing though, is that, you know, it's, I was playing on a 2560 by 1440, and now I'm playing on 3440 by 1440. So it's a lot of extra pixels to push. And my graphics card, 
like for the first time ever playing deep rock, like some exciting stuff was happening, explosions, mm -hmm. all the stuff it was trying to render. And the graphics card dipped below 60 frames a second. And it started to like chug a little bit, and I noticed it. And I've never seen that happen with Deep Rock. It's time, Bobby. Yeah. So the graphics card is, you know, it's no. it's a 1080, dude. I still yeah. have a 1080. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's probably time for an upgrade there. But if the graphics card gets updated, I've got to upgrade the whole thing. Man. Yeah. I've got to get the new PCI Express, sure. like what 5.0 slot. You know. I so. think it. I think if you look for a pre-built. With all the specifications you need, like I don't want to do extra it. room, all that stuff. I think you, you'll no, find whatever. I've done, you want. I've done all the research. I got all my parts picked out. I'm waiting on a new case, the Landcool Three by Lee and Lee. Going to go with like a 360. I got all the parts picked out. What's, this the, is all what's the price tag on it? Um, like over three grand. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty insane. Yeah, and you deserve it, Bob. <laughs> you've been saving. You've been not using data for your phone for five years. That's three grand right there. Yeah, I've been skimping a lot. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, I really don't know how how much better that's really going to make my life. And I, it'd probably be wiser to spend two grand on a new MacBook Pro. Honestly, you but, can't. You can't. No, I guess not anymore. I was going to say you can't convince work to pick one up for you. But no, now, now my new boss hates Max too. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I I have more fun doing the research of building a new PC than actually building the PC. I think when it comes to actually getting it, and it's like eh, I don't know. Do I really need it? But uh, what graphics card did you pick? Uh, thirty seventy Ti. Because once you get into the thirty eighty, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. The markup on a thirty eighty is just bananas. I got it at cost because I got went pre built. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I couldn't do a pre-built though. All right, it, man. It just it goes right. against everything I believe in. Right. But they are they are saying graphics cards are going to start coming down in price soon. And you know, one thing I want to throw out there too. So I found this website called StockX. Have you guys ever heard of this? Nope. Yeah, me neither. I just kind of stumbled upon. I've it. heard of it. My brother used I've it to get a PS Five. Okay. I mean, I did a bunch of research. Like, is this legit? Because it seems a little too good to be true. They started out selling shoes because you know, with shoes, a lot of people you can get scammed very easily, and that's like big business. Is like the shoe biz aftermarket. Yeah. So um, what this company does is they act like a middleman. Somebody says like, "Hey, I've got this for sale," and they do an auction. Hmm. Um, it, it's like the steam auctions when, when they sell stuff on steam, it's like, we've got this many for sale at this price. And these people have buy orders at this price. And then, you know, occasionally they meet and they sell. It's not like an eBay auction. Um, but what happens is when an item is sold, the seller or, um, the seller sends the item to the company, they check it out and says, okay, this is legit. And then they let the buyer know, okay, send your money over and we'll send you this. So they act as a middleman and everything that I've read says, yeah, this is, totally legit. It takes a little while. The delivery is, you know, it's probably twice, twice as long. Twice yeah. as long. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, they've had no problems. What's so, their cut? Like 10% or something? I don't know. It's gotta be if, something. Yeah. I mean, I haven't made a purchase on this yet, but the graphics cards are ridiculously low. And when I say ridiculously low, I'm talking like $200 over MSRP mm -hmm. as opposed to like 500, right. what they usually are. But yeah, they have all sorts of computer parts on this site. So I don't know. Um, I'm still a little wary of it, but it might be something I look into if I start picking up parts. Did Very you know this company comes from Detroit? Really? This is a Detroit made, uh, yeah, thing. like I've heard of StockX for a while, but it was always shoes. I remember seeing commercials mm -hmm. for it on TV in Detroit and it was like Eminem. Oh yeah. Like featuring <laughs> and selling his stuff on StockX. Yeah. But I didn't know that they started selling everything else. That's cool. I just yeah. found Gilbert founded it. Good for them, man. That's awesome. Uh, home. Cool. 
homegrown business. Um, I just found out about Woot. Woot exclamation mark. It's an app. So yep. it's an Amazon company, and they sell their own Overstock. Like yep. that, so that's where people were buying uh, returned Amazon items, if I believe. Too. Yeah, yeah, that too. I, it's really weird. You can buy shit that people return back to Amazon. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of like every day new shit pops up, and the sale is only for one day, so you kind of have to keep checking it. But you can get some really good deals. Um, are we on the highlights? I, uh, I yeah. forgot where we were. Okay, so I could just go right into my dual sense is where I bought my woot. Um, or is woot is where I bought it. Um, thank you, somebody who uh, told me about it on the Discord. Um, so, you know, I'm playing on my Xbox controllers, and I realize these things are like. Seven or eight years old, Bobby. Like, how long have we had our Xbox controllers? Oh, right? those X. Those are ancient. They're ancient, the, and you know the, the cord keeps falling out, and I keep putting batteries in them, and they disconnect, and every time it vibrates, it fucking. And I'm like, I'm an adult that makes good money. What am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? Like, I use it every day, right? Just like Sam's chef knife. I'm gonna be like, I use this every day. Let me get a good one. So the big question is, do you go with the Xbox Elite controller, which is $200, right? But it's like, Damn. everybody says it's the fucking bee's knees, right? It's like the dopest dope you ever smoke. But um, the the DualSense has a whole bunch of new features that, you know, nothing like it has haptic feedback, which is hard to get to, uh, to work on PC because very few games actually uh, support it. So those are the big things. So the difference for me was the hundred and thirty dollar difference. You can get a DualSense for seventy dollars versus two hundred dollars, right? That's a huge, huge problem or uh, differential. So I'm like, okay, I'll go with the DualSense. And I, I, I've talked about this before. I grew up with PlayStation controllers, so I know how to play Street Fighter on PlayStation controllers, not Xbox controllers. I've never been a hundred percent comfortable with Xbox controllers. Is it's just one of those things, kind of like. Bobby prefers the keyboard or whatever. Um, it's just like whatever you grew up with. So um, the the muscle memory is there. So I'm like, okay, that that's the determining factor. The money, the money, and I'm I feel like I'm coming back home. Big problem. Uh, there's no drivers for the PC for the DualShock, but that's okay because Steam has its own drivers and makes it work. Yeah, I was about to say. I thought it had its own drivers. Yeah, so you can play anything on Steam. Here's the problem. Probably my number one controller game is Forza, and that's on fucking uh, Game Pass, which is Microsoft, which they're going to probably always have a bar there for using the DualShock. So already I'm like, oof, I don't know if I'm going to, I don't know. If if I fucking love it, I haven't even tried it. I, I have it all connected and stuff, but I haven't done the, the control. Uh, you have to do a couple things in Steam. Um, but... If I fucking, I'm going to have to fucking love it for me not to return it just because of the ease of use with the Xbox controller. And by the way, that, that Elite controller looks amazing. It looks, you, you can see the $200, you know. It's like when you order that top shelf liquor and the bottle comes down and you're like, yeah, that I'm getting my money's worth right here. Like, Check that out, dude. It's called the Elite 2. Like that so. thing, yeah, that thing looks uh, worth it. Wow. Yeah. You gotta have big, big mitts to play with this though. Look at those. 
Yeah, I remember originally when the Xbox came tro- came out, they were like, "Yeah, this is for, made for American hands," because like uh, <laughs> people had always said, Japanese people are smaller, and the PlayStation is a, a, a Japanese product. So yeah, it's always been a smaller controller. I think they went a little too crazy with the Xbox. It's a little too big. I have huge hands, and I, I think it's too big. So um, yeah, but I remember that was one of the like, "Hey, America." Fuck yeah. <laughs> Big controllers. Yeah. So anyway, um, more on, I, I will ha- probably have made my decision by next podcast. Stay tuned. Nice. Anyone? That's your cue, Nick. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. So um, I actually got to play some Dying Light, and I got pretty far. Um, this game... <sighs> It feels so weird because I try to rush through it, and I feel bad because I have to skip cutscenes and everything. I just don't have enough time to finish it. Have you guys ever had a game where you want to play it, but there's an even better game? Or not better game, but just a game that you're more anticipating, <laughs> i.e. Uh, Total War Warhammer 3 Are you four saying, days for me? Are you saying you want to play Warhammer so much that it's interrupting your current video gaming is that what you're saying uh no it's not that what i'm saying is like i know like like i don't have enough time to finish dying light like between family stuff between work all this stuff like i just cannot finish it does that make sense sure okay go on and so like (laughs) i'm just like i'm trying i like i i I can't get the full dying light experience because i'm I'm having to skip the fucking cutscenes and everything i don't think it's the cutscenes that i mean cutscenes are a minute long dude that's not the part that's hurting you it's you know taking your time during the missions that's what's hurting you like yeah if you cut every uh, let's say you skip every cutscene you congratulations! You saved seven minutes throughout the whole thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, watch the cutscenes, dude. You're not saving that much time. Yeah, right. I don't know. Am I? Yeah, I guess anybody. You're right. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a long I agree. game. I mean, and I feel like I don't know with how long the game is as well. And Dying Light is still interesting. Uh, you know that you you probably could cut the cutscenes but like it i don't know all of it's great though too right so like you would want to see as much story as you could yeah like i like the story like it's not bad it and it's just i don't know i felt like Man, this guy just, was I'm just really obs- i'm just really obsessed with total war warhammer and i'm it's all i'm fucking i'm watching youtube videos and shit about it i'm trying not to spoil shit my favorite character and like the in in that universe just got announced and stuff and i'm just like i don't i like i'm like dying light's cool but come on man man, there's timing for everything yeah Yeah. and then elden ring comes out two weeks later and i'm buying that on the ps5 to play with diddy and it's just dying light it's just came out at a bad time Mm. it does happen i agree with that uh how are you enjoying it days what are you thinking about it i love it i think it's a great game 
I also love it. I think it's a lot of fun and it's fantastic. Uh, I wish I wasn't as much of like, you know, a little pussy because I'd love to play it at night after work, but I can't because it gets dark and I get scared. <laughs> and so even if in real like, life, you're talking in about real life. Yeah, 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 yeah. it'll fuel my nightmares. But you know what? This game is worth it. <laughs> it is. It is worth it. It's just that yeah, there's it came out at bad timing because I've been on play, uh, playing a lot of Lost Ark and I have limited game time. And so Lost Stark's going to win it out of the two at the moment. But Dying Light is something that I'll definitely go back and finish because I love Dying Light. I can tell already that I enjoy Dying Light 2 enough that I'm definitely going to want to finish it and do it as well. Hey, Days, have you been caught out at night in, in game yet? No, I get too scared. Um, I just want to. I have. Uh, yeah, I have. It's <laughs> I not that bad. Dude. It's not that bad yet. I haven't really. No, it's. Until you get to the the no no zones when the uh, what the what are the not called abnormals what are they called the yeah. virals or something the virals yeah. yeah I think that might be it yeah when they um God, when like they Jabba the Hutt, dude. sorry yeah it, that any game that makes you feel like when you're running away from something like you can feel the fingers on the back of your neck yeah you get dude. scared you're like. <laughs> Like that's a good game. Yeah, you can like, hear the fucking breath of the fucking whatever's chasing you. Can <laughs> you're like, <laughs> and then what I was talking about last week is like, don't you think the architecture is a little weird? Like it's built to be a little confusing. So sometimes you're like, I'm like jumping, trying to grab ledges, and you can hear the goddamn zombies. You're like, please grab this ledge, and then you you don't know exactly how hard you can how yeah how so much you can jump. I have two gripes with this, and that's one of them. I wish there was a, maybe a little thing that would maybe highlight where you're going to jump because I died maybe once or twice jumping on a ledge lower than I thought where I was going to jump. Mm. And then another thing is um, there's no sprint. Yeah, you're and just you're always running. Yeah. You just, you're just always full blast. Yeah. And it's like, bro, sometimes I want to slow down. <laughs> and like look behind I'm me or something. My knees. <laughs> and like my guy's out of breath, like just walking across the room because he's just sprinting. And yeah, so I read like, a guide what? on this actually, and they said that like stamina is more important than health or anything else. Yeah. Basically, it's basically the number one stat. So yeah. keep that in mind when you're uh, putting in your points and stuff. And also, uh, the the same guide was talking about how. You can probably play this on hard because on this game, once you're fucked, you're fucked, right? And the hardness doesn't affect the um, the AI. If you're going to get caught, no. you're going to get it caught. It affects how much health they have, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, you know, what are you saying is, like, it's a game about not getting in bad situations. So you can yeah. – it's the same amount of difficulty to not get in bad situation. That yeah. part doesn't change. Um. Yeah. The the barks. The guy. Uh. Fucking. I, I wish I don't. Have, I'm so thirsty. I really hope I don't have to drink my own pee. I've heard that like fifteen <laughs> so times. Funny, dude. Yeah. 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 You find him. You come over a ledge, and he's just kind of like rocking back and forth, fucking hoping he doesn't have to drink his own pee. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. I'm a fan of this game. I haven't played it since last week, though. Hmm. Because I've been playing Kamigawa, guys. It's uh, the new set. Uh, Nick, have you had your got your mitts on this yet? Not yet. Did you um, play it? only because 
uh, just life stuff. Did uh, you buy the pre-order? No, I didn't buy the pre-order. I totally lost track of time. I think um, this set, I, like, I really like the art. I think I might buy a case of this in real life. Um, do I watch a YouTube channel called Alpha Investments, and he buys cards in real life and says, like, what's invested or not. And the lands will never be remade again. And I don't know if you've seen the unique lands. They're, like, actual pieces of art. Um, uh, young Jamie, can you pull that up? AKA Sniper, can you pull that up, please? Um, you can just look up Kamigawa Unique Lands. And, yeah, I don't uh, know anything about them. And they they are truly, truly beautiful. Um, yeah, like, I, I think they're so cool. And I think I might buy a case, which is like $600, which yeah. is six boxes. Uh-huh. Or no, it's like $520. Yeah. Yeah. And just see where where the value goes for resale yeah. or just for personal. So that's not uh no, yeah, just for just for personal or resale or whatever, like whatever happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to go down in value. Uh this is the first time that um I've seen yeah, look at that thing, man. The the re the re what are they called? The second artwork way better yeah, the second artwork so it's the middle ones right there you see that see like where there's like nine of them uh oh yeah, that's amazing yeah see those those are all the lands those are the common lands yeah and i don't know how the rarity works it's like traditional but, it's like traditional japanese artwork right yeah god that's so, sick dude i haven't seen that's these really cool and damn you can get them in either hollow or you can get them in regular paper and like, I just don't know the specifics, but I just know people are really, really, really Fuck yeah. investing in buying physical. And they said they will never make these again. Yeah, they're fucking amazing, dude. Um, so let me talk about the set a little bit. Um, so Kamigawa is uh, a place, just like we've talked about before. Magic the Gathering goes from realm to realm, different multiverses right uh, a different universe uh they've been to kamigawa before but now that they're returning to kamigawa the timeline has gone forward quite a bit so it's no longer feudal japan it's now like cyberpunk japan so they're all they're this is the first time ever that magic's saying this is our first sci-fi set ever um it doesn't feel super sci-fi, and I think it's because they don't want to make a huge jump and scare people. They're like, it's all robots and guns now, and it's bi- it's a lot of swords, ninjas. Like it's a lot. Of, it feels like fantasy. The only and, thing- and there's a reason for it too. Do you know anything about the story at all? I don't. So there used to be these things called the Phyrexians, which were made out of metal, and they destroyed everything, and they leaked into Kamigawa somehow. And instead of destroying, they created and they assisted the Kamigawans and they have like amplified the evolution of their culture to the point where they're just so far in the future that they have electricity and they have all these things, but their electricity is through mana and magic. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's fucking dope. I I haven't looked into the the story. Uh, The biggest sci-fi part of the whole thing is mechs. So, uh, you know, there's fucking Voltrons and shit. There's an actual Voltron. So there's a bunch of, like, mechs where 
you have to use little creatures and you have to get them tired. You have to use the, t- use the fucking uh, little creature, which means manning. Basically, you have to make your little guy tired to be a pilot and he runs the mech. So it, you have this mech sitting there. It's empty. You can't really do anything with it. Then you use your little guys. Basically, they run into the mech and use it. And then it becomes a creature. And they're usually like really strong. Um, much stronger than a regular uh, creature for that that price because you have to exhaust these little little guys. I hope any of that made sense. But basically, you have to turn your regular creatures into pilots to run bigger equipment, and uh, it's a great concept. I, I think it's it's fun. Um, but there is isn't there one Nick where you like sacrifice four or whatever and you make a Voltron like a giant motherfucker. So there is one where you you combine them. Yeah, I don't know the exact card. I don't have like the ultimate familiarity with the set, but there is like they have a lot of homages to current Japanese culture and previous Japanese real world culture like Voltrons. Um, This set is all over the place is when it comes to culture, like they have traditional Japanese spirits and like they they did they, they veered away from the things that insulted Japanese culture uh, when they first made Kamigawa um, 19 years ago or 18 years ago. And every Japanese person in Japan was like, this is an insult to our culture. And so they, you know, cyberpunked it and they, they, you know, kept some things that they liked and uh, like they have spirits and dragons and shit. And they also have, like you said, some of the gun, like the, the mechas and stuff. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's you fun. Know, like, the environment's um, fun. I think I like the artwork of the last two sets more personally. Uh, I do have some favorites, though. The sagas are fucking sick. Um, God, it's called The Memory of Toshiba. Can you look it up real quick? The Memory, MTG, The Memory of To. Is it coming up? God damn it. Never mind. Um, yeah, that's not it. Anyway, uh, the sagas are like a card you put out, and it matures over time. It gets better every turn, and then yeah. and then it has like now they have these like ultimate form, so it matures, 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 turns into a different card. But like I said, like I, I bring it up all the time. I love oh right there the one in the middle up yep right there the black and white one yeah. So the card on the left is called the life of Tushiro, whatever. And it has all this like different things that he did throughout his life on the left. And then when he becomes a creature, um, he's the memory of him. So it's kind of like the ghost of him that comes and fights for you after you've done that. So I, I love cards. I love cards where mechanic story and art all come together. And this is the, that was my first standout card that I was like, this is super dope. And I played I played with it in uh, draft, and it was really good. It was really good. Nick, you can, once it becomes a, uh, a fucking creature, you can ninjutsu it. It goes back in your hand, and you start the saga over when you play it again. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, so ninjutsu was a the original Kamigawa. Um, mechanic, yeah. Mechanic, yeah, and they brought back Bushido and a couple other things. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Anyway, I'm having fun. The, the biggest problem with a new set is, like, Balancing. learning so much more stuff it's just like imagine there's this database in your head of 500 cards and you've learned them and you you're very familiar with them you don't have to read them anymore because you've played so many games 
And then all of a sudden, there's 250 more. And it doesn't matter that you're adding 250 more so much. It's the 250 more. I'm just throwing numbers out there. It's probably more than that. It's probably 500. 500 new cards. And it's not the cards themselves. It's their integration with the old ones. Like, each one of them can do something crazy with some of the older cards. And you have to, like, that's where the best decks are made, where people are like, oh, this is going to make this other useless card from before amazing. Let me grab some of these, throw some of these together, and now I've got fucking cybergenetic were- werewolves that are going to stomp all over your ass, basically. So that that's what's daunting. is like, But it's also exciting because there's no meta. Everybody's out there just fucking doing whatever they can. And uh, the the cream is going to rise to the top. Anyway, enough about Magic the Gathering. Well, uh, something that was kind of magical and yet not at all was uh, the the game called How Fish Are Made or How Fish <laughs> Is Made. Uh, this was brought to my attention by uh, Warconius on Discord. He had put that, I believe, on the radar. This is a free game. It took like five minutes. I think everybody should play it because it's ridiculous. Um, they definitely suffer from the same thing I've talked about before that's annoying, which is every time there's text that most of the fish, they sound like... It's like super low, like almost demonic sounding. But this game is basically just... Um, it's choices, you're, and it's simple choices. You're either going up or you're going down, and that's it. And you need to decide, and you can stay consistent with it or not. There's an amazing video breakdown of like a little movie inside of this game at a certain point like it's there it's this game definitely has some surprises that you weren't expecting i think it's it's very funny um and it's free and it's free and, and it's, it's five minutes yeah it takes like no time um you know <laughs> Bobby's I like, one way. <laughs> talking about language <laughs> <laughs> i went one Down way. Now. yeah and I, I went one way i went i think up the first time and then i went down the next time and they're slightly different otherwise they're the same but uh i'm not gonna spoil anymore because like i said this game takes like no time um but it is interesting and it's i think just goofy it's quite a satire <laughs> contain like, holes just, yeah, it contains holes, so be careful if you have trip tripophobia, tripophobia, fear of holes. holes. Wow. How r- weird Rianne yeah. has this. I never heard it spelled out before though. Yeah. Are you afraid of holes, Dave? Oh, I'm oh! Okay. oh, stop it. We don't have stop to it. Going down. Stop I didn't it. know it could be so creepy. I thought it was just holes. Oh, Scary Emilio, that. you have tryphobia, dude. So. No, that's just not <laughs> wanting horror oh shows. God, For our listeners, oh. uh, he did a Google image search of uh, tryphobia, and we found like a hand filled with holes. And uh, I think it actually. Oh, that th- I thought that was a guy's out. back. Oh, man, I think they had one that was. That's what I thought back. it was. Yeah. Don't go back. Don't go back. Don't, yeah, don't go back. <laughs> it was pretty nice gnarly dude <laughs> that was pretty gnarly <laughs> i don't know what uh, twitch may have a problem with that um you know we were talking before the show about this title uh christian and i and i was like it should be how fish are made shouldn't it but i don't know if he agrees with me <laughs> on that so when you first introduced it you accidentally said how fish are made because yeah. that seems like it huh. would be correct oh well, i yeah. guess i'm wrong. damn god damn hate being wrong all good <laughs> all right know. Well, that was interesting. Um, I played. Well, that was cool. <laughs> I played a lot of Ready or Not this week, and I gotta say, it's okay. It's not that great. <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> little bit of a letdown here. Everybody's been talking about this game, dude. <laughs> Tell I, me about I it. I know. So I went in and I'm like, okay, this is going to be cool. And of course, everyone's comparing it to the SWAT games. Um, this game prides itself on being very, very realistic. So it's very strange to go into a co-op game where you go in with some other players and somebody gets shot and killed and then they just have to spectate the rest of the game or they can leave, but they're just out of the game. And these, these maps are pretty long too. They take a while to get through. So, you know, I understand you're going for, for hyper realism here, but at the same time, I'm like, that's just, that's tough. Cause I was playing with a lot of strangers. Imagine playing with your friends and you're just like, some dude gets killed like five minutes in the mission. And are just like, well, I don't know, man, go like, uh, get something to eat or something. Cause it's going to be a minute. I mean, uh, that, that kind of sucks. Um, the, and the game is, this is not a triple A developer working on this. So I'm, I'm not like criticizing them too much, but you know, some of the character animations are a little wonky. The whole opening door situation is a little weird. You can peek through doors, you can kick them wide open, or you can peek and then push them open. But it's very, it's, it's very difficult to like line up the character, your point of view. So you can actually make that happen. And the use key, the F key that you use to do that also just makes your character shout out if you don't press anything or actually use it or something they shout out like you know get on the ground or something like that so a lot of times you'll be trying to sneak into the room all quietly and you'll go to open the door and then your character just yells out because you didn't line up the screen correctly with the the door so there's a lot of weird little things like that with this game and then on top of that the game is really just the same thing over and over this is an early access too so i imagine they're going to add stuff to it but you go into the game and you have characters that, um, you know, you've got like hostages and you've got uh, other characters that you need to eliminate. So you go in there and you have to kill them or arrest the hostages. Uh, you don't really rescue them. You just kind of arrest them. And then you call in everything and bag up evidence. And you just like rinse and repeat over and over throughout the entire level until uh, you've got everybody. And that's pretty much it. I mean, that's the, that's the game in its entirety. There's no systemic progression where you, um, earn like some sort of points and you spend them and you get upgrades or anything. I don't, I didn't see any of that. I don't, I'd kind of be surprised if they added that in later because it really seems like they're just trying to go for a very specific, pure thing, like an mm. uncompromised vision mm. in this game. So I don't, I don't know. I haven't looked at the roadmap. I'm not sure what's coming, uh, coming along for this game eventually, but I, I don't know. Is it randomly generated probably at least the positions of the, well, the AI I did kind of like, because it wasn't like this guy's always here. That guy's always there. Right. And the, the enemies, they'll actually come around and sneak, sneak around behind you. So mm. you do really have to act like a SWAT team like one guy's got to take point and the other people have to watch his flanks and like you have to be organized and you got to communicate so that part was cool but it's just i don't know man it's not it's, what you it's, expected it's, it's a little too hardcore for me i guess mm. so you know i don't know it's it's something i'll check back in on but at the get-go i wasn't like totally hooked on it Gotcha. I mean, gtfo i was like that's that's the right amount of like hardcore for me like, with arcade yeah, right. I, I kind of like that one a little bit more, um, but eh, it's also in that, early access. You don't know how much more they're mm -hmm. going to put into it. Or... Well, the other weird thing about this is, so this game's forty dollars. So it costs forty bucks just to get it off of Steam, but there's a hundred and twenty dollar version where you can get this deluxe edition, 
And what I'm reading from some of the reviews that people have left is that this version gives you a better version of the game, like a newer version of it uh, with what? more content. I wonder if it's like, you know, you're playing 0.5 and 0.7 is under the $130 paywall. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Like your one iteration or two iterations behind playing the $40 version. That'd be crazy. Yeah, according that's to what wild. I've read, that's kind of what's happening here. If you're in early act, I can't. First of all, I think it's original, and second of all, I support it as long as it's in early access. Once the game's full release and you have two tiers, that's not cool. But um, yeah, I'm, oh yeah, I don't think you can do that once yeah. the game's actually released. Basically, you're you're just supporting the game extra. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know what their roadmap is. I don't know when they actually plan to release this, but this game's been around for a while, and it was like in closed alpha, and then like they opened it up a little bit, and uh, it was under NDA, and then very recently is when they opened it up to more people. So it's like access to a PTR server mm-hmm. is what you're paying for. So, uh, so yeah, but one hundred twenty dollars versus forty. I mean, forty right off the bat. Like, I don't know if this is like a forty dollar game. It may it get is there. For, it is for the people that like this shit. Yeah, well, so, I mean, yeah. there's three thousand people playing this. I, this uh, maybe if you like, I don't know. I think even Tarkov has more going on for it than this. But in the early stages of Tarkov, I remember thinking like, ah, this is a rip. But it grew into that price point. Right. right. Um, this may do that at some point. But that was only twenty dollars. It still is only twenty dollars, right, Nick? Tarkov? No. No, Tarkov. Tarkov went up in price. Oh. But it was barely just a game. That, no, yeah, it was. Oh, okay. I think we paid forty dollars for it. I could have sworn we paid twenty. In the early days, but it's cool. Uh, Whatever. It, uh, no, it used to be really cheap, but now it's it's more expensive. Um, so no, speaking of Tarkov in this game, I actually obviously have friends that play Tarkov, and some of them play this game only because of one thing. So Tarkov has had this feature where when you get to a door, you also press F and uh, you open the door, right? But on the door, you can mouse wheel and choose kick. Uh, flashbang and breach, uh, grenade and breach, and like there's all these options, but they've always been grayed out because they just haven't implemented the, um, they just haven't implemented the feature in the game yet. What a tease! And so, huh? What a tease! Why not? Why even have yeah. the visualization there if you can't do it? Yeah, and it's been there for like two years, bro. <laughs> oh, man, like I'm not joking. It's like legit been there for like two years. And um, so and they played this the game. All, all four of them played this game, and they're like, "This game is blatantly like the gunplay and everything is really trying to be like Tarkov, and they really like it." But um, like, there's aspects that are really good. There's aspects that are really like bad. Like they they obviously like the point because you can just get into a game, like get into combat really quick. They just don't like the lack of customability. And that I was going to buy this game, but it's the same thing for me. Like it, there's not much of a gamble. Like Bobby said, there isn't progression. There isn't like, like things to do per se. Like you're just playing the game. Does that make sense? Where's the freshness come yeah. from, Bobby? The what? The like, replayability. Like, why this, would... There is none. There I is mean, none. it's, it's very difficult and really hardcore. So I guess if you're into that, like, but, but, like I was saying earlier when you weren't in here, like one mistake and you're dead yeah. and you can't revive your teammates. So if you're playing with like four friends and someone dies five minutes in the mission, like they're just on timeout for yeah. a long time yeah. while you spend the next half hour trying to complete the mission. Well, I'm That's sorry I sent you this for your birthday or for Christmas. Bobby. No, it's all right. I was very interested in this game. And I, like I said, I feel like this game is going to grow into uh, what it 
what it promises to be. It's got a, it's yeah. got some good things going for it, but I'm happy I have this game. Oh, you have it too. Yeah, I have it. I've I've been playing with uh, like Jew for you and and my uh, people that I play with when I play uh, Call of Duty. How are they liking it? Uh, it's nice with us and our group when we play all together because that community is pretty tight. Like a lot of times I'll play hardcore cyber attack, uh, on call of duty with them. Yeah. And so we've already established a report of like communication and working together. And so when we're playing ready or not, like it is super efficient. Like we typically run through kind of levels, um, because everybody is super coordinated and communicates well. And so it's fun. And I definitely am glad that I have it just if I'm getting the itch to play that with my friends good you know but i also you know see with bobby as well there's no progression that you play like a few games maybe and you're good they are long and then you're good yeah yeah Yeah. i uh sony wf 1000 xm oh yeah that's me too another model number (laughs) (laughs) so i was uh shopping around for earbuds because i had this idea that as it is right now, I use these wired Bose ear, earbuds, and they plug right into my, my microphone, so it's kind of convenient. And I really like them because they have wingtips. I hate earbuds that plug your ears. Can't right. stand it. And, oh, yeah. you know, like they, they fall out a lot, or when you talk or, like, do something, it sounds like all muffled. You can hear yourself in your ear. It's like you got swimmer's ear. Absolutely hate it. Um, so I love my, my Bose earbuds, but they're wired. And I'm like, you know what? It's, it's 2022. Like, the wireless technology is probably there. I, I should probably get some wireless ones. Plus, I could probably get away with, like, some really nice earbuds uh, sitting on the couch watching movies because I use a, a Sennheiser headset for that right yeah. now. So I went down this big rabbit hole of just researching wireless earbuds. And this particular, particular model here these uh, Sony's. My girlfriend actually had these. She got them to use at the gym and she ended up liking her old ones better. And so she's like, here, do you want these? And I was like, okay, sure. I'll try them out. And I realized after my research and after using these Bluetooth, there's just like a built-in, there's a latency with Bluetooth Mm. and audio and you can't really get around that. And they have special earbuds or and even headsets that use bluetooth that use like technology called aptx or like some other stuff out there that try to reduce it but still they they advertise like 60 milliseconds latency and i'm like still that's 60 milliseconds that's sizable that's yeah for audio that's not too bad like i really start to notice if i'm watching a movie and it gets around 100 milliseconds like i start to notice and bluetooth will be anywhere between 100 and 500 milliseconds of latency depending on if you're using like noise cancellation or like all those uh, whatever features or you know distance and interference and all that um but i was surprised like dude bluetooth audio like it's just not it's not going to work for like gaming and watching movies like you're just mm. going to be out of sync like i noticed it when i was using these earbuds <laughs> And watching YouTube videos, I'm like, it's not lining up with the words. The mouth isn't lining up with the words. Like this, that's crazy right. though, because like you know, control like the DualSense controller, they're Bluetooth, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to be fucking you know with much shorter. Maybe the input, maybe from the controller to the computer, it's a faster than maybe. The, I don't know. Well, it's got to be faster than sixty, right? Yeah, I mean, I would think so. You wouldn't want that input lag. Although I do get that. I don't know. That's a TV problem, though. But anyway, like with the audio, it it was just 
unusable. And I thought, why do my Sennheisers work so well then? And that uses 2.4 gigahertz. But what I've uh, come to realize is a lot of companies have their own proprietary wireless thing mm. that they use, and those are a lot faster. So the Sennheisers are if you use like, you know, the Bose wireless that have their own, their own, their own wireless um, transmitter and, you know, the receiver and the headphones, <laughs> like those ones work pretty well. So I don't know, man, I guess I'm just going to be stuck with uh, wired earbuds for the time being and um, just still using. On, I, the I, other, on the other side, it's because of you, like your your case. For me, I wear Bluetooth headphones nine hours a day. But do they connect to your phone? Yeah, they connect yeah, to my it's, phone. It's different with the phone for some oh. reason. The latency is a lot less with the phone. They put a lot of work into like optimizing that. But yeah. for some reason, you use Bluetooth with a PC, and it the latency just skyrockets. But not just that. It's because I'm listening to a podcast. It's in my pocket. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how much latency there is. It could be a no, minute no. long. Yeah, music yeah. and yeah. Uh, and podcasts, it doesn't really matter. But when you're watching something and it has to sync, and that's what AptX does. It's this technology that's supposed to sync up the um, the audio and the video. And like it supposedly works pretty well. But I've checked all the, the earbuds that use that, and they're like, 230 bucks and the reviews are like three stars, you know? Mm. So I, I don't know. I was just kind of disappointed. Like Bluetooth is just not where I thought it was. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out an audio situation. I, I got a lot of complicated stuff going on. What I really need to do is get one of those Scarlett focus rights because I'd like to hook my piano up to my computer and then also get a dynamic mic plugged into my computer instead of the condenser. Because if you listen to the last two episodes, you can tell my mic just does not work in my acoustic environment, like Mm -hmm. pretty much recording in a tin box. So, yeah, it's too bad, man. So don't. And here's the thing. Like I was going to buy I was going to spend like 180 bucks on some Bose earbuds. But thank God my girlfriend had these ones. And I realized this problem that Bluetooth has. I mean, you could I mean, returns are so easy on Amazon these days, too. Yeah. But I probably would have bought them off of eBay because they're a little bit cheaper. Well, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, game of the weeks, guys. Yeah, something that uh, you know is super cheap for a game, seeing as it's free. Uh, Lost free Art, as fuck. free as fuck. That's right. Um, Nick and I both played some Lost Art. Not so did I together. Oh, you played some too. Yes, yeah, so did so did he. Good. Uh, what'd you guys think? Um, I've got a lot of uh, thoughts about it. First of all, just like uh, talking about like uh, their strategy and just, well, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Goddamn Asian development and Asian like, like uh, just the culture of games and stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm like old man here. Right. So when, I got my first item. I, I was just born, a brand new fucking guy. My weapon was 35. I got a level 35 weapon. Why don't I have a level one weapon? Why is it not level why, one? Why do you start the what? game at level 10? Why, yeah, why do you start the level Why do you start the game off with six abilities? Yeah, six Actually, abilities. Eight abilities. I felt like a god right out of the gate. And I, I get it. I get that there's an appeal for that. Why are there six currencies already? <laughs> I, I want to. Why does every lady have either her boobs out or is a nun? It's the Asian thing, dude. Uh, awesome. Generally, like those are all like you know things that you see in Japanese and Korean games. Um, it, it, I would love. 
I always go to EverQuest with this. In EverQuest, you start in underwear, a t-shirt, and a stick. And you go out and you kill rats with that stick until you can afford a better stick or, or fucking pants or whatever it is. And you work your way up and you appreciate everything so much. I know I sound like a fucking uh, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You, you're not born a god. But, like, yeah, you would appreciate that shit so much more if you worked for it. But, no, you start with six amazing godlike abilities and then you just build those up um the other thing is yeah i zoomed in you can mouse <laughs> mouse in and look at everybody everybody's a supermodel every single person it's just another thing it's just like god damn these people are good looking wow especially uh, the women yeah the women are they, all supermodels every single put- one of them I think they've put all the code to like make all the women look phenomenal, and then the men in this game I've noticed look like they're from Minecraft. I thought that was very <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> uh, I was like, I stay with the priorities. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I, I feel like my man's pretty sexy, sexy actually. Oh, but... I must have been talking to a farmer. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so there's that that gripe, right? And then yeah, Nick, it's the abilities. Like, why am I? A superhero like at level one or 10 right for no reason level 10 um and i hate that part of it um so then i started playing it another thing that i hated it was how long it took to get to the action there's like little tiny snippets of action for maybe another age of opening i want to say i want to say two hours of like Maybe it's an hour, but because I broke it up. Um, but it's like story, 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 little bit of action, story, 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 little bit of action. Fucking, I was in town, no hyperbole, 25 minutes going from the lady in the bar to go talk to this person to find out about. And there, it's a huge, <laughs> huge game with so much complexity and depth that they need to like spoon feed you all this stuff so you that you learn it all i get it guys i get it but this is not the way like let me teach me one thing send me on a mission i come back teach me another thing send me on a mission don't teach me 10 things and then send me on a mission and then i come back and then whatever and then i learn how to do the um there's there's another thing called uh what is it called guys when you like somebody likes you more Oh, the rapport. The rapport, yeah. yeah. You build rapport with people, and they have rapport quests. And this is basically like um, Stardew Valley getting hearts with people, right? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. that's another Asian thing that like it's, it doesn't appeal to me. I know I complained for five minutes. At the end of this, though, once the game started going, started to get its hooks in me. I'm like, okay, I'm like actually enjoying the gameplay loop here um the actual arpg about it about once you get shooting your fucking mech like weapons uh, i play an artillerist uh which is like the ranged uh once you click the range character there's three range characters uh and then you can go with like pistol person uh sniper sniper yeah every class has a subclass three subclasses sniper person or this like artillerist who has this ridiculously big gun uh that does all kinds of like aoe damage and um i'm having a great time like it is awesome 
I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish I would have got those abilities little by little so I could appreciate them more. When they just give you eight amazing abilities, you're just like, I'll, I'll just spam the, why would I even use auto attack? Why would I even use it? If these don't cost much mana, then I could, uh, anyway, I what the more I play it, the more I enjoy this game. I just, I, I enjoy the lead up and I didn't enjoy the general weebiness of it, I guess. Did you, I, I want, I want to ask you guys something. If you notice this as much as I did and I Googled it and I found some other people that thought the same thing. Did you notice that when you hit mobs that they froze like they have an animation for it oh yeah they're being stunned they're stunned yeah yeah i liked it actually. no matter what attack you use they got stunned for about 0.3 seconds yeah there it's yeah. it's an actual stat within weapons where like uh the stun the the it's not stun but whatever it's called the let's call it stun the stun ability of this weapon is 0.4 seconds or whatever it is and that goes into like is it a stat? Yeah, it's a stat. I thought it was something in the game to compensate for lag. Oh, wow. Well, see, mm. my first thought was... That's what I was thinking it was about. Because I'm like, dude, this has to be for people that are using like a VPN or people that are trying to play the game outside of their country because it's very well known that people in China play outside of, outside of, outside of country to play on European servers and also on Pacific, uh, Pacific servers um all the time and they always have connection issues and i'm like this has to either compensate for that or it's part of the game on purpose uh, my first thought was is part of the game on the purpose one well definitely once i saw the stat but first of all was oh eventually in this game they're going to be sending massive waves of bad guys at me and the only way i'm going to be able to hold them back is by putting all the bullets in them that's what i was thinking because yeah. it helps like you know they, they're coming from stun moves, though. That's the thing. That's additional. I think. I don't know. You might be right, dude. It could be due to the netcode. But this is a Korean game that's been out for a while. I think they have in their netcode in Korea. I think they yeah. have their netcode dialed in probably at this point, I would hope. Um, yeah. I, I think it's a feature, not a, a workaround. I think personal. it could be both, you know. Yeah, and um, it's called stagger, like on the on stagger. The, yeah, Thank you. yeah. It's and, called stagger. Yep, and so I I like it. I think it's a good feature and it's nice. Um, but I I think it could be both. You know what I mean? Like they they could absolutely be like oh. or a thing that started off as a as workaround, one, yeah. and became a feature. Exactly. Yeah. But how are you so, liking it, Dave? Man, I love it. I first made a a mage barred essentially bubble healer like i put that on or i went on the invisca server that you're on nick and like made that played that a little bit because i thought that was troll as shit to be launching music notes and purple <laughs> at enemies and like you just flatten an enemy and it's like bring <laughs> it's hilarious um but then um i wanted to join uh socom who was the one that told me about this game and so who has not stopped playing in days yeah yeah i think he's already level 50 he's yeah, like a max yeah but yeah, my, buddy, um, my buddy just hit max level two yeah yeah he, he lives for diablo clones and he's also a huge weeb and so this <laughs> oh this, this is, is oh yeah this is his shit dude yeah like he, he's like we literally have not seen him in any other game and he messaged me today like for the first time in like 
since he played the game, he's like, do you think I should buy a PS5? I'm like, are you going to play Lost Ark when you buy it? Yeah. Um, but but you're I'm loving a, it. Are I'm, you playing it co-op? Uh, so I've played a lot of it alone. I, I made it. A, I made a different character. I'm doing a martial artist that does like the power punches, which is super fun. It's basically like, a monk, right? I'm guessing. Uh, there's like nothing yes. healing. It's like all power, and it just it, it's damaging as fuck. It's mm. awesome, and like the rotation that I have of the skills that I use is just amazing i have all these like push and pull different kind of skills some aoe ones like i have this whole thing worked out where i can launch a palm that just flattens mobs from a distance as then i skyrocket into the center of it and just wreak havoc all havoc Mm. all around and it is it feels damn good yeah and i played a few hours with clown lotion earlier and we were we were actually complaining about the uh going back and forth between npcs like bullshit quests that you don't need especially when you're running and they're right next to each other. It's they're like, right bro, literally other. turn and talk to each yeah. other. The fuck? But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but, other than that, it's been it's been so much fun. And I just think it's visually gorgeous. It's and a very I, good looking game. I'm having a lot of fun with this. I love it. I love the martial artist with the damage. It kind of brings me almost back to like my the way I play Risk of Rain 2, you know, with uh, my little zip zap zoopy oh, guy yeah, yeah, running yeah. all around, yeah, slashing yeah, yeah, and cutting everybody awesome. That's yeah, yeah. my favorite guy too. It's my favorite, and so this martial artist that I'm playing, I feel very much like it's it's that, but in this, and it's cool. Um, as what far as I, go ahead, Nick. One of my favorite slash like hated parts of this game is the chosen one syndrome because you know how like every game mm. ever has like you are the chosen one, Harry. like in Mass Effect, like you are Commander Shepard, the Forsaken One to guide all sentient life for safety. Um, this is the same thing, and it's like in the beginning of the game, they're like, "You've already saved the world once from the devil and all of his demons," <laughs> and you're like, "Oh shit! All right, cool. I guess I'm doing it again." And then you get to the town, you're like, "Ah, oh, there's like 80 other fucking people like me yeah, that are also save the world too." That's the problem okay. with the the golden child uh, and then MMOs. You can't be mm-hmm. both, dude. You can't. No. No, you have to no, be real, and that's how that's what War. I mean, that's what uh, Warcraft does. I think now is like you no longer are the chosen one, like you're just like another member of the horde, or you're just another yeah. member of the alliance. Yeah, you're it, just you like a quote unquote lieutenant. And that's that's the problem. I'm going to go back to this again about you know starting off feeling like a god. It's just like um, you don't appreciate it. Ah. It's like fucking rich people are dicks, right? They grow up being dicks because they always had everything you ever wanted. Same thing. Like if you're if you're born in the game with all everything, you're not gonna appreciate shit. You're gonna just be a dick and leave the game. Uh, I I don't know if I'm gonna continue playing it. Um, I I enjoy it. Days the rotation on like once you get your rotation down, your strategy. With, yeah, with the artillerist. I can start the fight from far away with a, a mortar shell and that pops them up in the air. And then I hit them with like a volley from the top and that makes them bounce around in the air with some of that stagger ability. So already they're super fucked. And then uh, after that, I walk up closer and I hit them with the Gatling gun and it, it looks and it feels like you're making Swiss cheese out of enemies which is always super satisfying. And there's another little thing um, that's different from ARPGs. Um, In general, when you're playing these games, the creatures in general are always smaller 
than you. It's all yes. Diablo, all this stuff. It's like you're a little guy, you're a human, and then everything I, I'm generalizing here is like dog shaped or dog sized, and there's just waves and waves. In, in this game, there's the bad guys are huge, yeah, compared to other ARPGs, and it it makes it it does make it more satisfying when you kill them with using that stuff. Um, so. You, the, here's where like some of the depth comes. So there's pets, mounts, um, and then you have your what is it? Six abilities you start with, and then you go up to eight, yeah. something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, you have six abilities, and then you have an ult, and then you have like one other thing. Each one of you those, your, you have your Z ability or your V ability. I can't remember which one it is. Which I've never used once, by the way. But anyway, um, they're fucking super strong. Yeah. Once you each one of those abilities that we're talking about each has their own skill tree and they are slow to unlock like just to get to the first skill point where you like upgrade it it takes five skill points just to get to the first one where you get to pick something and then you have to get five more after that so 10 skill points just to get to the second tier of one ability so you really have to just like Go after one thing, find out whatever your best ability is, and go down that. Uh, that's how I felt. I guess you could spread it out too, but it doesn't feel like you're getting much if you yeah. don't get to the actual tiers. Um, so, go ahead. So one thing I wanted to I, I wanted to mention about this. Oh, two things I wanted to mention about this game. One super positive thing that I really, really, really liked about this game was the um, to, new to me. I would say are the sweet spot spells where you're channeling and then you let go for like an added effect. I don't know if your characters have those. Um, I played the, the big sword guy. Uh-huh. Warrior. Um, you hold like, for example, one of mine was my R spell and it channels and like, it's like a, it's like a four second channel. And if you let go at like 3.2 seconds, you get an even bigger uh, explosion. You do twice as much damage. Kind of like how some games have a reload where you reload faster. Like an active reload from Gears of War, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, no, I don't have one of those, but I my character does. This gun does everything. It's like a fucking go-go gadget gun. It's huge. And uh, I have a flamethrower uh, part of it. And you hold down the button to do the flamethrower. But I found it really cool that you can actually still move your character and like circle around. This game is gen. It's a lot about cone effects and getting the guys, getting the enemies and attacking from them. the right angle. If you do it from yeah. the right angle, you'll fuck them all up. It's all about positioning. And um, when you fight bosses, it tells you like frontal attack, side flank attack, um, rear attack. Like it's telling you that you're hitting them from like the correct angles or whatever, you, whatever you need to do. It's telling you. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, when you fight the first boss, it's it tells you frontal attack, or it's essentially it's telling you you're fighting ineffectively. Mm. Um, so, are you guys going to co- continue to play? And also, I don't think we're on the same server. How easy or hard is it to to get on the same server? Who knows, right? I don't think you can. Jump. Well, if you be... have one of the founders packs, you can have multiple people. Like I, I got the brown, uh, the bronze founder pack, the one that's like just I think fifteen bucks, and mm-hmm. it has allowed me to have like two, essentially two, like characters. Well, it's like two accounts on each server. So oh. I have like an account that is on the same server that Nick's on uh, on West, 
and I can make characters in that world or whatever. Because I think you get six different characters that you can have on a server. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I think and, you use one of each class. Yeah, which is cool. Um, and then I have one on East as well. The other thing I don't like about this game is so, so many notifications. There's red well, dots. Yeah. There's red it's dots everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, you know, it feels like a mobile game where you're just like, is this what people want? They just want to do things. They just want to. They just want shit to do. Stuff. They just want shit they, they, to do. Yeah. Yeah. The designer, the, 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 the designers of this game, the developer of this game wants this to be the only game you play. They want you to stay in the game as long as possible. Yeah. You can tell with like the loot boxes and all the claim rewards and it, a ton of like feel good shit that they put in there, you know? And so this uh, this was like the final thing I wanted to talk about. So like Leslie was like, "Why is everything I'm getting coming in fucking chests?" Oh yeah, every single thing I'm getting is in a chest, I'm even like, though it's one thing. Leslie. Even exactly, and she's like, "My pet is in a chest. My mount is in a chest. Why is everything in a chest?" I'm like, "It's a it's a high mechanic, Leslie. Like everything that you get is in a, is is it's a slot machine. It's like mm-hmm. a you feel like you're gambling." And she's like. Oh, that makes sense. And I'm like, yeah, this is targeted towards kids. Like, this is targeted towards young men. <laughs> and she's like, that explains all the cleavage and underboob that's everywhere. Yeah, I can and tell. I'm like, yeah. And it was funny. So, like, there were, we were, like, you know, playing the game, right? And uh, I go, hey, look, that lady has normal clothes. She's like, Nicholas, that lady's wearing <laughs> shorts under her butt cheeks. And a painted on shirt. That is not normal clothes. And I'm like, it's as close to normal as you can get. Yeah. And it turns out like it's paid clothes. Like it's like a it's like a it's like a skin you can buy. You know, to like, cover oh, up a oh. little bit. Yeah. Yeah, and like my character, man, she literally runs around in just a bra and underwear. <laughs> like yeah. slinging punches and titties, dude. Like it's just <laughs> if I, I was, love it. If I was gonna wrap this up, I'd say that it does all the free to play shit that free-to-play games do and the bad shit and somehow it's still a fun game yeah somehow it's still fun yeah uh, so i would put it on the recommend only because it's free but you need to put it you the amount of sewage you need to wade through to get to the good part is uh i guess it's worth it it's not it's not so much sewage that like, oh, uh, don't even touch this thing. Like once you get there, it's actually really fun, um, and that's where they make their money, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, I, I'm gonna put it on a recommend. I, I I recommend as well. Uh, my last quip is Leslie goes, "Ooh, that looks really cool." I'm like, "Babe, that costs money." No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd also recommend this. I, I think it's a lot of fun. I'm definitely gonna be playing more of it this week as well. Um, cause it's just, it, to me, I love that my character's fast. I've never played like a martial artist fighting character in a fantasy world. So it's, <laughs> it's a fun, unique combo. I just kind of worry of it being in a way too easy. So far I've been having like a really easy time. I've been going oh, yeah. into dungeons, putting them on hard and like soloing them. They're not difficult. Every, yeah. Everyone says at the end of the game is the, uh, is where it's hard. It's where it's where like the training wheels come off. Like, I do like that time. part too, that you could put any dungeon on hard. And it shows you what the reward difference is. This one, you're going to get a blue. This one, you're definitely going to get a purple. And so you see it, first of all. You're basically just going to use more health potions is the difference. Um, Last thing, uh, the global chat is cancer. Just like fucking. It always is. Yeah, it always is. It is nonstop fucking 
how much gold you can buy everything yeah work around around the cussing filter like it's bad uh one kid did shout out this is the easiest game i've ever played and i'm really really good at it i'm like (laughs) okay i'm playing with seven year olds (laughs) all right i gotta go pee all right all righty well quick shout out to some subscriptions here katoom 250 subscribing for 14 months thank you very much Thank you, Katoon. 14 months. All right. An epic tryhard face with 28 months. Jeez. I like your face. Damn, epic Bobby. And something happened. We we dropped the Patreon page in like acid or something. And it's all different. I don't know, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> There's just yeah, this one. Check it out. We, uh, yeah. we, it, something, something's happened to it, man. Yep. Yep. We've got new perks at the $5 tier here. So this is what you get for five bucks. If you want to support us financially, then Patreon is probably the best way to do it. Um, or you can subscribe to us on Twitch. That always helps too. But for just five bucks a month, you get a shout out on the show. You get a green discord name and access to the Patreon channel. Um, the periodical NSFW episodes, which we've got one coming up in a couple weeks here. You get access to that. It's going to be spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, you also get access to our show notes. And I don't know if a lot of our Patreons or patrons know this, but uh, it is posted in Patreon. You can go there and you can see our show notes, like what we read off of during the show. Um, a little behind the scenes stuff. Also, uh, you get promoted to the live role. So if you're on Discord and you're streaming then, and you're a patron, then you get promor- promoted to the live uh, the live role, which puts you up at the top and people can see what you're playing. Check out your stream. Uh, also entry into the high score hall of fame on our website, dlgaming.net. And if you keep this up for three months, so three months at the $5 tier, you get a DLG sticker pack, put them wherever you want. Uh, and then if you stick with us even longer, six months, you get a t-shirt, lots of t-shirts. We also have these for sale on our website. Um, and then also after a full year, you can troll us by picking a caster to play any game for three hours and give a review. What would be like a torturous game for everyone to play? Like Ray would have had to play Disco Elysium. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be rough for me too. Just all the reading. But it doesn't have to be like, you could just make us play your favorite game of all time, even from childhood or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe we got to yeah. spend money. Like you put the year in, dude. You deserve it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so yeah, obviously we're front loading the five dollar guys because that's where we want you. Uh, help us out, and uh, we'll help you out. I fuck, I don't know. All right. Do Nick you want to do the recap, Amelia? Do you want me to do the recap? Uh, oh yeah, um, yeah. Go for it, Nick. Uh, so for on the radar, we had Power Slave Exhumed. Uh, we talked about the Steam Deck Model Builder. Elder Scrolls Online, uh, High Isle, America's Army Shutting Down, War of Rights, and Wanderer. For um, uh, game highlights of the week for the games that we played, uh, Bobby talked about his new monitor, the Asus ROG XG349C. Uh, Emilio talked about possibly returning his DualSense controller. Um, me and Days played more Dying Like 2. Me and Emilio geeked out about Kamigawa. Um, Days played How Fish is Made. Uh, we also talked about Ready or Not, and the and uh, Bobby talked about the Sony WF one thousand XM three uh, Bluetooth uh, earbuds. And the game of the week this week was Lost Ark. That's the most professional thing you've ever done, dude. 
that was well done. Give me a script, dude. I'll read it good. That Can was you good. do it like twenty percent faster next time? <laughs> I mean, sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had I had to plug in the words in between everything, but yeah. Oh, no, no, we, no. I think I think you did fucking great. Just to be clear, I thought that was goddamn awesome. Yeah, Just, when you compare it to me uh, week after week, fucking <laughs> word vomit. Uh, Christian, uh, we don't need comments from the peanut gallery, man. Thank you. Okay, sorry. <laughs> mouth shut, boy. <laughs> okay. And speaking of, uh, I don't know, peanuts or whatever kind of transition works, man. Uh, we do have coming up, so you're definitely going to want to subscribe pretty soon because coming up, we will have a not suitable for work episode. Uh, there is on our Discord, which you can find our Discord on dlgaming.net. There's a link to it, to our Discord on there. Um, and if you get in, there is a channel open for not suitable for work questions. And so nothing is off limits, I think, with the questions. Right? <laughs> yeah. well, we should make it clear that anybody can ask the questions, but only patrons will be able to listen to the episode. Yeah. Exactly. So even yes, if you're not right. a patron yet, go ahead and throw, throw a question in there. As long as it's not actively criminally and uh, like incriminating, you know, yeah, we're we're good. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, la- sorry, the last thing to plug. Uh, we talked about our games of the week. So it was last arc this week. This week it's my turn to choose. I think everyone knows what I'm going to choose. Uh, unfortunately, it's going to be a two weeker because it comes out on Thursday. However, it is free because it is on Game Pass. It is. Total War Warhammer 3, uh, for those who don't know, there is eight-person multiplayer. Uh, there's even a thir- three-person multiplayer mode, and uh, it can be done in three hours. So <gasps> check it the fuck out. Wait, hey, Nick. To- you like Total War? <laughs> <That's-> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Nick. I'm making fun of me. I'm not poo-pooing you at all. I'm in full support of doing this game for Game of the Weeks. But since it comes out on Thursday, maybe we should do something different for this week and then do two weeks. What do you think? Sure. <laughs> super upset about this we can do we can do two weeks i i am going to be making a, a 10 to 20 minute video like a deep dive on it and uploading it to the dlg all right let's um, do this two weeks let's do it two weeks you're right you're right thursday um, friday it's when i play anyway and most people play after thursday all right, all right. so yeah so two weeks of uh warhammer oh, buckle in folks <laughs> and by the way we also want money while you're put while while you're dealing with these two weeks of warhammer <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> All right. So, uh, All let's, right. Let's look at these listener questions, boys. On to listener questions. Uh, so this one comes from Stormy. It says, when will Sniper play Catan with me? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of a celebrity in the Catan sphere. I don't really play with just anyone these days. I'm ranked, like, in the top 10 globally, galaxy-wide. So uh, I don't really have time. So, yeah, probably never. Do you play wow. the free browser Savage, version? Colonist.io? No, I don't play the free browser version. Hello? Yeah, you, you can play, play anywhere. It's just I can't tell if he's being serious. Is he being serious? Well, why do you ask? Uh, I'm not serious. the resident Canadian. I don't know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I can't uh, play free version, dude. That's like what the peasants play, you know? I'm, I'm up here with like, I uh, play on my Canadian By the way, yeah, I play with diamond, diamond pieces over here. Pure diamonds. It's a game about peasants, by the way. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Afro Dragon asks, have you ever felt overwhelmed by someone's level of nerd? <laughs> This dude, like, this dude is next level. By the way, I love Nick's over geek on Warhammer shit. I appreciate you. I'm glad someone does. Uh, Afro Dragon is talking about, uh, in 
one step removed from about me, basically. Like, uh, if there's been a complaint about me throughout my life, is that like I hype up things too much. Like I'm that guy. Marvel's the best shit you've ever seen in your life. How can you not seen these movies? What is wrong with you? Talking about Bobby. Bobby. Um, I don't know if he's talking about that specifically. Nah, man. Like I'm the talk- like over He's talking about like the the dude that comes up to you that's like will talk your ear off about like Darth Plagueis for like four oh. hours. He knows like his yeah. horoscope. He knows what <laughs> toilet paper he uses. Mm-hmm. He, like he like he's that level of nerd, you know. Mm-hmm. I, and we are still talking about you, I guess, Nick. Ouch. The, what I see, what I think about is like when you're talking about like a space range, you're like, did you know that they're like seven two and they can take a five five six round uh, two inches deep into the four inch <laughs> armor? And I'm like, yeah, but it's all made up, Nick. None of that's real. But you say it like it's fucking fact. And it's like you know, and I'm like, all right, I can follow you a certain amount. And then I'm like, uh, all right. But I read the books. The books are good, I guess. Some of the books. The books are good. The books are good. What about you guys, Bobby? Have you ever encountered somebody like that besides me? Um, No, I usually am that guy. But I've gotten pretty good. I mean, I'm a nerd from the 90s, dude. I know how to keep that shit on the lowdown. (laughs) I remember one time I was, it was when I had just started working for the school district. I shared an office with one of the PE coaches. And he made a comment or something. He was like talking about how... Like he, um, one time he walked to a bar and there was like a bunch of weirdos in there and he was like, yeah, it was like that, you know, it was like that thing from, uh, that, uh, that star Wars movie where he walks into the, uh, the bar and I'm just like, oh yeah, the thing and the, yeah, I know that, you know, but of course like the real me is like, oh, the most icely cantina, (laughs) wretched hive of scum and villainy, (laughs) but you know, you play cool, dude. That's right. (laughs) Proceeds to name every character in there. I could, dude. And the actors that play them. <laughs> That's how I feel a lot of times as well. Like I don't really get overwhelmed anymore by people nerding out and being a geek. I'm mm-hmm. a massive nerd, have been my whole life. Hang out with mostly science people and work in a very science and nerdy like lab mm-hmm. and job. So it's like I run into people that nerd out and geek out on shit all the time. And but I'm kind of with Bobby too. It's like yeah, you gotta you gotta play it cool. You can't you can't show you can't be whipping out all the knowledge. You know. <laughs> <laughs> So people ain't ready for it. <laughs> yeah, they're not ready for it. But I guess it's the spirit of the question, somebody who like doesn't have that filter, right? Well, I don't know. Sometimes people, sometimes people, they just don't know that, like, they share too much of, like, that stuff. And it's just, yeah. it could be on any, away, any topic. And it's just like, dude, like, I just got home from work. I don't even, I don't care. You know, yeah. like, yeah. come on. I think, I think the problem are the people that take it either way too seriously or just like they get like arrogant about it, or like they think that they're oh. better than you, that they know more about um, it. Than you do. Actually, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, fake marine, you're carrying kick, you know, <laughs> like it sticks like that. Like it's like you're just like, nah, man, I don't want to play this Warhammer game with you anymore, man. Like I'm done. I'm, I'm putting my toy soldiers away. Mm. So, yes, I think we've all dealt with it, and we all also have to censor ourselves from being that person, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. For, yeah. All right. Um, you got it, Bobby. Uh, next question from oh, Hoosier98. Sorry, sorry. What thing do you think you could go on about more than anything else, Bobby, in nerddom? It's got to be Star Wars for you, huh? Would you say? Yeah, I mean, Star Wars, like, if we're talking nerddom, I mean, I could talk forever and ever about, like, 
like editing and cameras and stuff like that too. But that's also like useful, like real world shit. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's that you can use that to make money. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, okay. So like useless knowledge. Yeah, Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> Mine's Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls. Universe, you know yeah. all about the different so areas. much of it. The Daedra and like yeah. the yeah, and a lot of the other. I was gonna say earlier when you were talking that like it must be nice in, from a game developing stamp standpoint to have a fleshed out world already you don't have to make all that shit up again Mm -hmm. like it's already established and you just like let's insert a story from here to here right because there's thousands of years of history right absolutely um chris what can you talk about extensively useless knowledge oh yeah it's disgusting star wars because i've read all the books and read all the encyclopedias and yeah useless completely useless but I annoy people constantly with that shit anyways. So Nick, it's gotta be Warhammer for you, right? Uh, yeah. 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 Both Warhammer 40 K and Warhammer fantasy. Hmm. All right. I guess it would be magic gathering for me, especially now. I don't know. Dude. No, it's like when you go into a room and you're like, um, you're just measuring people's arms. You're not like nerding you're out, but you're nerding out. Bitch, and like... dude. You're such a son of a bitch. <laughs> You know what's funny is I'm actually wearing a Magic the Gathering shirt right now. I'm wearing the green symbol bat, baseball tee. Of course you are. Of course you are. Christian, are you drawing Punda Baba here? Is that what's going on? Wow, dude. How the fuck did you know? What's just Punda Baba? I don't know what Punda Baba I thought it was hairy ass. He doesn't like you. <laughs> I don't like you either. I got the death sentence. <laughs> Got that. No, that's Doctor Epizone. He's got Wars the death sentence. system. I love that shit. God ah. damn it! That was good, dude. That is fucking good. Nice. Yeah, I, nice. I knew that even before you started drawing the butt cheeks there. I just knew that was coming. <laughs> His like I got I, I thought they were butt cheeks. Yeah. Uh, All right. Oh, this goes so deep. You know everybody in the cantina. <laughs> okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. Uh, next question from Hoosier eighty nine. You just spent your, the last two days of. Oh, wait a second. You just spent your last two days of eight of an 18 hour work day per day. I'm sorry. I should have rescripted things. So he's got a hypothetical question here. Yeah. You worked a lot. Yeah. You worked a lot. You have free time tonight and a lot of alcohol and you're going to play a game to relieve your stress. What game is it? Tales of Narnia. <laughs> it released. Is she, that with or without Nadia, though? <laughs> like, is she there on the second screen? No, no. But seriously, Deep Rock Galactic is like the it, uh, Deep Rock. Uh, Deep Rock or um, God uh, Battlefront Two. I was oh. using for a while just to like turn my brain off. But yeah. you know, Deep Rock. I can play that game on autopilot now. So that's definitely like just a game I use to chill out. <clears throat> uh, for me, it's definitely Risk of Rain. Hundred uh, percent, like single player Risk of Rain is like I give zero shits if I die. Zero. I don't care. I'm literally. I sit down and I'm like, I just want to shoot things, and then I shoot things, and then I feel good, and then I die, and then I I don't give a fuck. I'm not trying to do any. I've already beat the game. I don't give a fuck. But it's fun. You also don't know which way it's going to go anytime because there's different items. But I'm not even trying to build a build. I'm literally just shooting things as a mantra, as a, a meditation. And I'm just going through the motions. Last night, I saw that, like, you know, last game played uh, 30 minutes. And I was like, wow, I was drunk because I don't remember that at all. But I did. <laughs> I sat down and I fucking just, like, 
you know, it probably got me past it. Sam and I got fucking wasted last night. Fucking UFC and people came over and whatever. But I was like, I was probably too drunk to go lay down because I probably would have thrown up. So I just played Risk of Rain and like leveled out and then went to bed. God, I sound like an addict. Double addict. Video game and alcohol addict. God damn it. All right. Mine's uh, kind of similar in the sense that I also sometimes to just relax and stuff, love to shoot stuff. So it would be Call of Duty. Because then you could just get like a quick game, you know? But and isn't you can do it a few games and get it? I, it could go either way, and same with my other one. Like I'd, I'd be conflicted of which one to play, either Call of Duty or Ark, and both of those do not sound like they're stress relieving. They sound right. stress inducing, right? Dude, but with don't Ark, play Ark drunk. Mm-mm. Well, my thing is with Ark. What I really like doing is, you know, I'm sorry, we're not talking about Lost Ark. We're talking about we're Ark. talking about Ark, okay. the dinosaur survival yeah. game. Yeah, but uh, what makes that relaxing to me is if I can get on a flyer. And then I'll just fly for hours. Mm. <laughs> so that's the relaxing part. But yeah, like I wouldn't want to build and try and tame dinosaurs as relaxation because it's not. It's work. But Jay's question about Lost Ark. Um, did you watch all the? Did you pay attention to the story? Yeah, it's that not that good. good. No, no it's, it's good. like yeah. the most like the tribe. Yeah, it's like the classic tropes of shit. Yeah, like, yeah. You're like, oh my god, spiders! Wow, no video game has ever put spiders in. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, my God. They're big spiders. Zombies? Get the fuck wait, wait, out wait, of wait, here. Wait, Nobody wait, wait. Hold on, hold zombies on, hold on. in games. Arcs saved the world last time, but we lost them and we have to find them again? Yeah. No way. And there's these, like, bad guys that are trying to also <laughs> find it and take it, and you got to take them down. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's novel idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to be, I wanted to say that I was being, you know, I was being... Uh, prejudice right because because of the way the boobs the action the abilities are presented i knew that the story was going to be presented in a certain way and that is not it doesn't jive with me that kind of storytelling with with what comes with starting with level 10 right i'm just not into it so i was being prejudiced but i was right yeah. yeah, the story is very, just fight. Talk to this guy, though he's literally right next to me. Okay, Warconius has, so it's kind of a statement here. Whoa, dude. Nick, Nick, what would you play to relieve stress? Oh, we didn't get to Nick, okay. No, just War Thunder. Just getting in a tank and just blowing shit up. War Thunder. Or getting blown up. Like, you just don't care. Because, like, as soon as you get killed, you just jump into another game. It takes, like, mm-hmm. two seconds. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. War Thunder. I really like playing uh, Catan online to chill down. The free version, just to really chill out. Catan online. You can find me there. At <laughs> this, this is why you're not on the fucking podcast, Chris. <laughs> oh, my God. Statements and interruptions like that. What? Interrupt? I just had to share a fun fact about myself. (laughs) I love you, dude. I'm just kidding. Okay. Warconia says, a lot of babies have been complaining about the Steam Deck battery life, and it just seems stupid to me. Of course, if you push FPS to the max at a higher detail, it'll drain the battery. Has no one ever had a gaming laptop? If it's doing seven hours straight of dead cells and has a good frame rate, what else do we need? Do people... Uh, people have unrealistic expectations of handhelds. Also, people complaining about Steam Deck and not not being portable enough. What the hell? Keep playing mobile games if you just want to have it fit in your pocket. Great question. Great I don't think statement. that's a question. I think that's more of an angry statement. It's, it's Warconius. He can do whatever he wants. Yep. It's quite the rant. Yeah, really, but really. you know what? I do understand what he's saying because 
I never care about battery life. Like it's always, it's always a point, you know, it's always a bullet point on a phone or a device or yeah. a laptop. They're just like 11 hours of battery. Never care. But you're not a power user either. No, no, I'm not on my phone that much. And the headphones or the earbuds that I was talking about earlier and the Bose ones that I was looking at five, six hours of battery life, you know, on That's great. Yeah. yeah. I, Which seems pretty low. I will reiterate. I got a lot of shit because I jumped from like two phones, especially from Jens. Uh, uh, He's like, dude, you just bought a phone. You just got a new phone. My current phone is one of my favorite phones ever, if not my favorite phone. Um, Galaxy Ultra. Nope. Uh, 20. You have the same I have phone? The same one, yeah. It's great, right? It's amazing. You I have any problems? Phone. Nope. No, it's great. Um, and then the, I have the earbuds live, Galaxy earbuds live. Um, they, they weren't very popular very long. They were out for like six months. I, I don't know if they stopped production. Fan fuck. I work in construction. I drop them all the time. Uh, not so much like they fall out of my ear, but like, uh, whatever I'm handling with my gloves and they just go flying. I've dropped a case. I've dropped mm. everything. They just keep on ticking. They're fucking fantastic. Fantastic. 10 out of 10. Love them. Um, it's also, Bobby, the way uh, we were talking about where they clip into the top of your ear. Mm-hmm. The wingtips. Yeah, the wingtips. They don't go into your ear canal. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I fucking love them. Um, and also, I have a Galaxy Watch 4. Sorry, guys, but like I had the Galaxy Watch 3, and they were like, we'll give you $250 for your old watch, and the new ones cost 400 You can get this new one. I think it was like $99 of what it cost me to get the, the new upgrade. I'm like... Oh, and my threes were broken, and I was like, eh, they don't know it's broken, so I sent it back. They accepted it, and I have the top of the line for fucking $99. Why not? So I'm all galaxied out, and I am a huge Samsung fan. I am also a Samsung fan. Yeah. Does right. not. I hope Samsung doesn't make Lost Ark because... <laughs> <laughs> My fridge is Samsung now. <laughs> it plays Lost oh, Ark. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, not sure how we got there. We're talking about battery life or something. Um, yeah, whatever. Samsungs have good battery life. There we go. That's okay. the full circle tie yeah. in right there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Zap says if you had to eat one PC component, motherboard, GPU, fan, etc., which would it be and why? I'd eat the hard drive. The hard drive? I'd actually yep. eat it? Yep, delicious. Think of all the knowledge in there, dude. All the files. <laughs> they'll, they'll become, I'll become one with it. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, Johnny Mnemonic, he had like a 320 gig hard drive in his brain, I think. And yet he overloaded it somehow, which I don't know how you do that. But, you know, it was 1996. Things were different back then. I mean, the I'm world is still with, a lot uh, to handle. Mm-hmm. Those, those Noctua fans that had like those flexi... Uh, ba- fan blades, those like those really silent ones. Uh, those look they're like they're so they'd be a little chewier than just plastic. I gotta go with the all the cables. They look like spaghetti. They kind of like like I feel like they'd be fun to chew on. Like yeah, they have right. a little bit of play doh to them. I'm trying to go. break my teeth. It's not really a component, <laughs> but okay. Fuck off, Bobby. If I, I gotta eat a fucking computer. I make my own rules. The cables? Man. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> a better like question is, we look. all have to choose a part to eat, and we have to eat it together. <laughs> like, we, we, like we, we, have a, we have one computer, and DLG all has to eat separate We parts. die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. One Steam person Jack. has to eat the GPU. One person has to eat the, eat the hard drive. Weird questions, Zap. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. Weird question. All right. I think that is all of the questions. So what's everybody playing next week? Just, just putting it out there, like on the not safe for work episode, you could be like, which component would you insert? That's what we're talking about, guys. Crazy shit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm drunk, obviously. I'm looking at you, USB. <laughs> <laughs> it's universal, guys. We can all share it. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> plug, play, plug, play, plug, play. Oh, my God. Uh, I'll be playing some Lost Ark, <laughs> not playing you with it, USBs. Huh? You I like it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's fun. Good. It's good. It's fun. I'm but I'm just be... existing until Thursday. Yeah. Now, Bob... now, Bobby, are you uh, like based on what's your takeaway as a listener about uh, fucking uh, Lost, Lost Ark? Ark? Yeah, wouldn't really get into it yeah because you honestly hate. was more was more interested in it last week when i didn't know anything yeah right, right i just right. saw like the steam page and now hearing you guys talk about it we did complain about it more than we we congratulated yeah. it well it's a huge time sink and it's a big hurdle at the beginning and i don't yeah i don't really do arpgs like that's one of my least favorite genres Interesting. even though i've dumped a lot of hours into diablo we didn't talk about it but you you have your combat level which is your character level and you have your uh your roster level which is like these are perks that goes through all your characters so this is a game that's built to suck time because mm-hmm. they it's from the ground up it's built for like you having a character of every class Hmm. So, anyway, um, I, I really want to. Shit, there's so much I want to play. I want to play uh, Dying Light. I want to play um, Death Loop. So those are those are two big ones. And then we're, I guess we're waiting for uh, Warhammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm kind of I'm I'm in an odd position here. Like I don't have any game that I need to get to really. So, I don't know. We'll just see what happens this week. Backlog time, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Really, Realistically, we have time for two games. The game of the week and one other game, mm-hmm. generally, right? Yeah. I mean, I try to get one new thing a week. Yeah. So, because if I, if I spread myself too thin, I'm not really going to be able to speak too much on just one game. So, yeah, I'll find something to dive into. There you go. All right. Uh, is that it? Nick, did you say? You're just going to survive till Thursday? Just existing until Thursday. That's what I'm yeah. playing. Chris, what are you going to be playing? I'm actually interested. Oh, uh, more Star Wars Galaxies. But me and Nick, I think I want to play a multiplayer game of Warhammer when it comes out and do it like consistently uh, week to week. And if we can get the more, the merrier, I feel like, because it's eight players simultaneously. You're not waiting for people's turns. I feel like that'd be neat. That would be cool. Yeah. That'd be very cool. Uh, the other thing, Chris, is I've seen you on Star Wars Galaxies more than I've seen you on any game ever, I think. Like, you've been on there a lot. Are you actually on there, or is that part of your you know, promotion team stuff? No. No, no, no. I'm actually, whenever it's there, uh, I'm, I'm usually playing the game, unless I accidentally leave it online or something. Um, I moved to a little town called Moss Pelgo. I expanded my tailor shop. Uh, I'm now selling rare clothes that have certain enhancements i don't know man it's just so easy to get lost in and sink a lot of time into i'm having like a great time so that's fantastic that's amazing dude. i love that's a fucking uh that's a happy story 
You know, yeah. you fucking, yeah. you helped this game get back on its tracks. And now, and now you're enjoying. Yeah. 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 A little great, slice of I, I love the role play. Nothing cringy, but just like, yeah. <laughs> I live Good, in the man. Star Wars world. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Good. Awesome. Man. Good. I'm glad you're doing that. And All right. Speaking for Warhammer World will consume you on Thursday. Speaking for Nick, Chris, Bobby, Amanda, and myself. Oh, shit. Galaxy tits. Across the universe. Tits out of this world. Bobby's never been happy with one of my titties. <laughs> never one. <laughs> it's literally like Kaiser Soze, dude. You just look around the room and you're just like, uh, that. <laughs> Uh, it's like the bit from Family Guy where he's like, "Sir, what's your name?" And he looks around and he sees a P on the plate, and he's like, "Ah, P." And then he sees like a, someone crying, and he's like, "Uh, tear." Uh, and then a Griffin flies through the Griffin, and he's like, "Uh, Griffin, yeah, uh, Peter Griffin." And he's like, ah, fuck. <laughs>